Good morning, Hanyakers. Oh, sleep. Man, did I get some sleep today? I am still, I've been up an hour and I'm still Captain Jack Sparrow. Uh, wow. Just feel like a million bucks. And it was, it was one of those days where I had a day off before. And then yesterday I was like, okay, going to work out. And, and it, man, just wasn't in the body. Just was not in the body. And they always, they say, they say it, they say.com. The authoritative everything that women pull on their husbands because, you know, they say on this website I read, Amy, the facial hair expert, they say this thing goes in your skin. Just where's the American Medical Association? Well, you can't trust them. See, there's they say and them. You can't trust them. Oh, no. You can't trust the CDC. You can't trust the AMA. You can't trust the AMA. And you can't, no, ADA, American Dental. You can't trust the APA. Now, I'll go with you on you can't trust the APA because their science is shit. See, at least you could say uh, biophysiological health has improved. Life expectancy is going up. Uh, you know, they're, they're uh, it, it, new techniques, surgical techniques, new things with the heart or whatever, new um, medicines, uh, we're curing things. I, you know, I, could, I could see that. The American Psychological Association just gets worse. <laughs> you guys are like social workers. You just make it worse. You increase poverty. You increase misery. You increase mental pain. So there's they say and then them and fuck them. Because those rat bastards with their doctorates who save lives. <laughs> you never trust them. Oh, not them. Uh, but <clears throat> they say, um, you got to listen to your listen to your body. Now, I've had a guy I trust. He says, yeah, man, you got to listen to your body. We had this discussion. And I was like real regular with my working out. And I could just never get completely ripped. Or completely jacked. He's like, yeah, you got way too much cortisol. You you need. To, he's like, you ever run into those dude bros back in high school or college, and all they do is party and drink, but they were like just nat. You know, they go to the gym, but they weren't like professional bodybuilders, but they just had to be. He's like, yeah, it's they're just relaxed. Their dad and mom paid for everything. They're totally chilled out. They're happy. They had good endorphins. It's like you've been in constant, you know, fight or flight mode, and sirens going in emergency. Even if you did work out. Your body is dealing with all this other shit that, you know, it's, it's like, you got to relax. I'm like, oh, okay. So you listen to your body. Like, you know, you can't, and there was a time I would run 11 and a half miles every day, uh, <clears throat> which obviously did have a positive effect on my health. But like, no, you got to let your body rest because you're constantly recovering from the previous day. You have to, you have to relax. You have to rest. I'm like, oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll try and do that because they say. <laughs> And then, um, but there's been times, there's been times where it's not that I'm lazy. You know, everyone's perpetually, perennially, forever late. You're all lazy. You don't want, no one wants to go to the gym except you weirdos like Ed Lattimore. Um, no one wants to do that. But there was just somewhere yesterday and it wasn't even the heat. It wasn't the sigh. I just, boy, I, and then I got back. I'm like, fuck working out. And, uh. Went to a, a an outdoor bar restaurant on the lake, had a cigar. In this part of town, no one was wearing a mask because we're not pussies. 
and just enjoyed life, just enjoyed life and, and had a cigar and then got home about 8.30. And I'm thinking like, well, I woke up at 8.39. I'm only been up 12 hours. I'll, I'll stay up late. I'll get some more. And I did. I did. Uh, but I was dying, dying come around 10.30. I don't know if I made it to 11. Give me an old man talking about, I, raped, I think I went to bed at 1048. Maybe it was 1047. It was hard to tell. You know, you kind of had my milk and tea. They say you should have milk and tea. Them. Oh, don't get me started about them. Those them bastards always trying to give us their scientific method concluded advice and then recommendations. I followed them one time and then I got the gout. <clears throat> oh no, 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 make it to 11. <laughs> and one of those days where, and then it was 9, 10 a.m. I'm like, well, uh, you don't even know where you are still dreaming that hazy, thick, dude, the fog was thicker than it was in Seattle. And just like I was almost drunk, like, whoa. And, and I didn't take no sleeping pill. All I had was melatonin. Got up and I'm like, whoa. And then the feeling comes in. You're like, wow. Did I get some fucking sleep? Holy shit. And, uh, okay, your podcast is going to be later today. I just had some leftover coffee, heated that up, and just, just enjoyed it. Just like, woo. Yeah, my body must have been telling me something. And there's been rare instances where it's like, man, if you see your body must have needed it, and, and, and it did. I had a little bit of a cough more than I normally do. I'm not joking. Maybe I got the COVID. You know, most of the symptoms for the COVID is like a yeah, slight headache, um, a little bit of a cough. You might lose your sense of smell for 48 hours. And I'm wondering, did I, do I have the COVID? Because I'm... I'm like only at 99.5%. Oh, you're tired. Symptoms of COVID include being slightly tired, having a slight cough, a little bit of a fever, maybe not feeling too well. Lost of one of your senses, except the important ones like blind, you know, sight or touch. How long will it like me? Eh, 36 hours? Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe I do. In very, 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 very rare cases, it's death. So I don't, I, maybe I got, maybe I got the big C. Oh, so yeah, now, now we gotta, now we gotta do work. Let's, uh, let me get over here. Uh, Hunter Alberd, Alton Barrett. Five bucks. You talk about mostly the same stuff every episode, yet here we still suckers give you money. I didn't talk about sleep. I didn't talk about they and them. You guys have an option. I <laughs> I'm not putting a gun to anyone's head. I What I love is, uh, so I got that seminar I'm doing in um, Vegas with the, the Rule Zero crowd and uh, and uh, the little Pusians. Uh, there's a bunch of the the peanut gallery, the you know the trolls or whatever. Like, oh, Clary went for the big money. Oh, here he is. He's like, they're upset that I'm charging money for a seminar that I'm there profiting off of. Oh yeah, here he goes. He's gonna be a pickup artist. Like, I'm going to make money. 
you don't have to attend the Vegas seminar. You don't. It's up to you. I'm not putting a gun to your head. I completely understand if it's not in your budget. But people, hey, look, people want, I like Big Macs. I like the chocolate. Oh, man, the chocolate shakes at McDonald's have gone way up in quality. Way up. They were pretty good before, but I don't know what crack or heroin they're putting in there now. But the chocolate shakes over at McDonald's, I had one yesterday um, because I just wanted one. I was like, woo, pour that, go shoot that right into the veins. But people show up and they do it, and, and people keep coming back. I don't know, something about repetition. We're not going to go over the exact same shit. I think the, the lessons in life repeat themselves. You know, and, and if people, here's the thing, Hunter. If people drew from the lessons and translated that into action or decisions or policy in their real lives, then we wouldn't have to talk about it anymore. You know, like, hey, we should stop letting illegal aliens in or people from countries where they don't fucking work. Or, as we'll go over later, block up highways because one of their singers back in their home country got killed. You know, but until we do that, we're going to have to keep bringing this up. Hey, again, how many times you got to tell your, your, your husband to stop smoking? How many times you got to tell your wife to stop eating? Until we affect it and, it, and it repeats in your daily life. You see it all the time. Like, what? And I'm like, yeah, no, you still, it's, it's like a pinging, you know, like the, the submarine sonar. Like, you got to know it's still there. All right, it's still there. The enemy sub is still there. Oh, look out. Here's an here's a underwater mountain. You know, bing, 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 bing. Oh, turn right. Turn aft. Whatever aft is. We're just keeping you updated, that's all. Hunter, you could send me an article if you want. If you guys got something you want me to cover, I can do that. <clears throat> I don't even want to get into the news I got. I just don't want to go into it. It's all bad news. I don't know. Robert Flores, five bucks. Aging equals longer recovery. Neil Armstrong had the opinion that you get a limited number of heartbeats. <laughs> I had a teacher. Maybe he got it from Neil Armstrong. He said the same things. You can maximize them, but you can't increase that. So, oh, I see. So if I work out, I'm burning up all my heartbeats. But over the long time, like, you know, aside from my hour of working out, then my heart beats at, I think I got my heartbeat down to 55. I should take a look at my resting heart rate. It's probably pretty low right now. Uh, Dave Little for two bucks. Laughing out loud. OG Star Trek was a masculine show. Love it. OG Star Trek? What's OG? OG Star Trek. OG. The original series. Is that what it is? The OG Star Trek? Uh, competent man for five bucks a thousand dollars a thousand bucks is big money yeah a thousand bucks is big money don't you think so competent man i mean not everyone's like a 45 50 60 year old guy who didn't get married and saved his money especially if you're younger oh yeah no i remember i'll never forget when i was younger because you can't forget when you're older because you haven't been older yet. But yeah, a thousand bucks, that's big money. Traveling to and from plus hotel and food cost per person is at least $500 or more plus the cost to book the facility. Yeah, I mean, I got to incur some costs too. I'll, I'll make some money. Yeah, I'm definitely going to make my money on this. There's no doubt about it. Um, 
but a um, thousand bucks for the attendees. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I, I totally understand if you don't want to make it, you can't make it. You know, you're, you've got to fight. You got to pay rent. You got food. Yeah. You're a king. You have an army. World's greatest Navy in the world. Fuck you. We'll fuck it up ourselves of which we're doing an admirable job. But yeah, if you guys want to come, let me know. Email at capcapitalism at yahoo.com. Not Captain Capitalism, Cap Capitalism, C-A-P-T, Capitalism at yahoo.com. I have three or four tickets left. I got to go to the post office and get the, see if someone else has mailed it. Guy texted me last night and like, hey, did you get the thing? I'm like, no, I didn't. Dude, check to make sure. I, that's a thousand dollar check. Let's not, you know, I don't want it to get lost in the mail. Uh, let's go over some fan mail because um, I haven't gone over it. I want to clean out my email. That if you're ever wondering, Cappy, what, uh, what, uh, how do you determine when to read fan mail when it clogs up my email? Hi, Aaron. I've been a listener for you. I, I only reason I printed it off is because I want it on one sheet. Because when I print it off from the email, it prints off all the other fucking shit I never asked for, and it cuts off the email. It's like, aha, fucking programmers. We will print off everything but the message because I want the boobies. Iron, I've been a listener for you for a year now, and I'm a huge fan. I just listened to Why Can't I Find a Job? And I must say, you are right. I, too, am a uh, MSEE. Master of Science Electrical Engineering? I, I know the EE. Uh, students struggling to find work. I joined the National Society of Black Engineers in my undergrad, and I was mistakenly gifted a $1,000 scholarship because the people giving the scholarship thought I was black. I'm white. <laughs> oh, guys. Hey, everybody. Go join the Black Society. Uh, no, what was it? National Society of Black Engineers. Guys, there we go. Everybody go join. There's no reverse racism, but it's good because it goes against the white people. It goes against the males and the straights. So it's good. We really need to define racism. Doesn't see now because of the past and because the left always, always forces traits into the conversation and isms. It's always in the pejorative. But racism or sexism, it's, it's actually a neutral word. Uh, I guess we could call it racial or sexual. Like if you say, uh, you know, for, for example, the, the National Society of Black Engineers, which I would have presumed would, you'd have to be black to join. But let's say, no, it, you, it's, the, it's the National Society of Black Engineers. There, there's engineer majors who are black. And there's some social, cultural things they'd like to talk about that pertain only to black people. And you say, we, 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 I don't know why whites are out to join. <laughs> Let's say you stuck with the name. No, no, you got to be black to join. Okay. That is racist, but not in a negative way. You're forming your own group. You have your own right. You know, like church, synagogue, a mosque. Well, I guess that's the religion, but you got to be Jewish to go to the synagogue. That's uh, bigoted in some way. It's discriminatory, but not in a negative way. You, you have to be this, you know, we are a, lot of, a, a men's group. No, you have to be a man to join. You have to be a woman to join that group. The red hat group. Any of you guys got grandma ladies in your life? What could I go to? The red hat group. Oh, my goodness. We're wearing zady red hats with purple accents. Um, <clears throat> yes, they're being sexist, but not in a negative way. 
But when it comes to government handouts and preferential treatment, oh, as either treated directly by the taxpayer or by society, that is negative. And it doesn't matter. Oh, but it's against white people or it's against males or it's against the straights. So it's good. It's like, no, that's that is racist or sexist or ist ist in a negative connotation. I still get a kick out of fact you're white and got a scholarship. <laughs> they could have reclaimed the money after they gifted it to me, and now I maintain a good relationship with the gifting family. Oh, my family gave it to you. I joined the organization to hang with my friends, and it all ended up... Wait, you have black friends? <gasps> and it all just ended up looking great on my resume. I think the advice you gave the sender was spot on and wanted to let you know. Uh, thank you for your great content. I may be reaching out in the future again. Best Bucket. Well, thank you, Bucket. <laughs> every, every, Everybody, go join the National Society of Black Engineers. He just joined for his but I'm so, well, didn't they stop you and say, but 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 sir, but you're not blick. <laughs> Anyone gets that joke. Did they stop like well, you're not wait, or do you just fill in a form online and they just assume it's coming to that? And I'm not joking. I'm not joking after what I witnessed. I, I have a topic I want to talk about, I just but I don't want to talk about it. But after like going through this experience, I'm thinking, like, yeah, I am gonna follow Turd Flingy Monkey's advice. And then I'm going to go down to like the Department of Motor Vehicles and just put F on my driver's license. Yeah, I'm trans uh, presenting male. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, man, oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm totally trans. Yep, yep. <clears throat> and then I'm just going to get all the preferential treatment because I you got to out crazy the crazy. You got to out clown the clowns. That's what you got to do. Hi, Aaron. Hope you are well. I was wondering if you could pass this message on to the 34-year-old entertainer guy who was stressing about his family. This is the kind of left-field answer, but this guy may have some kind of medical issue that is causing his anxieties. I was in the almost exact same mental state around the same age, basically from years of heavy coffee drinking and other naughty stuff causing my adrenal system to slowly start going haywire and constantly triggering the fight-or-flight response. I quit coffee at age 29, and within a week, I became calm, and my anxieties all washed away. I also supplemented 300 milligrams of magnesium amino chelate a day. Coffee and stress strips your body of magnesium, and it's powerful muscle relaxant. It's a powerful muscle, muscle relaxant. I'm a pro musician, a real conservatory trained one, not some dubro guitar strummer. No, no, the... Uh, Musicians wish that they were dude bros. Dude bros at least try in a lazy capacity. They're willing to put in the hours. They're just not willing to think. I mean, they'll go make the sales calls. They'll do it. Your artists are just truly lazy. They, they're, they're not even got the energy to go, like, talk to a girl um, or, like, go to the gym. Dude bros at least go to the gym. I, I guess it's uh, the elites like us. Then I guess dude bros and then you're. Antifa, limp-wristed, leftist, aspiring musicians, music therapy majors. His story sounds eerily familiar to mine. Thanks and have a good day. <clears throat> and then he provided me a link to his site. And um, I'm like, well, do you want me to provide this link? Because I don't want you getting in trouble. And he's like, no, no, provide it. I'm like, okay. So it's Michael Gordon. Uh, Michael spelled A-E-L, Gordon, dot bandcamp dot com. Michael Gordon dot bandcamp. Dot com. And then uh, final uh, fan mail. 
I'll keep this brief. I read your book Worthless after discovering your videos. I learned to forgive myself for going for a bachelor's in fine arts, working on a nursing degree now, only four semesters left. Awesome. I also took your advice on letting reality punish other millennials who are too delusional to see their leftist ideologies are getting them nowhere. I just found out this loser I majored in fine arts with just became an adjunct art teacher at the same school we both got useless degrees from. Good. <clears throat> He's going to forever be panhandling and bitching and whining about wanting more money. And there you go. And that was the fan mail. Oh, so I'm still not at, at full speed here, guys. Fred Larson, five bucks. Don't be a month. Oh, yeah. Happy don't be a millennial. Yes, happy happy don't be a millennial month to you too, Fred. And thank you for the five dollars. Um, you know, like in, in 1945, when we dropped the bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And then the Japanese people who were not killed in that blast or, or the, and they walked up and, and, you know, they're the next town over. And they say, something happened in Hiroshima. Something happened in Nagasaki. Okay, Fred, <laughs> your cousin out there. Okay, Charlie, let's go look and see what happened. And they looked and it was just, well, you've seen the pictures. I don't know what to describe. I guess it was true. Think about that. Like, wh how would you describe that? Nothing like that ever happened before. And you come up, you're like, what the heck? I mean, how utter devastation, utter destruction. And they look, and there's just a carnage, except that one building that stood up. I don't know if you guys have seen the meme. There's that one building, like, what the F does this building have where everything else is destroyed? And that's kind of like you, you younger generations. This was the whole point I started the book for Gen Z and future generations was to look you come across, dude, something happened to the millennial generation. Let's go over there. And you came over the hill, and it's this utter devastation. And you're looking around like, whoa, what the heck happened? And we don't want this to happen to us. And because it is. Like, there has not been a, <clears throat> aside from, like, true genocide or war, right? There has not been more of a peacetime destruction of a generation, okay, aside from communism and starvation, that kept them alive, that just totally mind-fucked them, that just totally destroyed them. And so that's why I call this learning from America's largest sociology disaster, ironically call, caused by sociology and social scientists. I, I, ironically caused by that. So July is do not become a millennial month. And you can do that by getting this book, How Not to Become a Millennial, 400, odd, how many pages? 430 pages of just looking at it. And I know, hey, you know, all you millennials that you think you got mental illness, which I think I'd have to look at the data. It's one in three. It's some ungodly amount. For a third of you guys that think you got mental problems um, and you're going to spend another $10,000 this year on a therapist, half of it paid by the taxpayers because you're strong, independent people don't need no man fish bicycle. Why don't you drop the, I don't know, 25, 24 bucks on the paperback cheaper on Kindle audiobook. Read this to see if this doesn't explain your fucking miserable life and doesn't actually give you some concrete uh, answers to how to improve your situation. Anyway, so there you go. Paperback Kindle audiobook on Amazon.com. Fred Larson again for 10 bucks. Jeez, Fred, what are you, Rich? Uh, dad is sad, bro. Dad is sad, bro's girlfriend turning him into a liberal soy boy. Dad is sad, his brother's girlfriend. Fred, hang on, hang on. Dad is sad, brother's girlfriend.
girlfriend turning him into liberal soy bear. All right, so your uncle, your uncle's girlfriend, your uncle's girlfriend is turning him into soy boy. Should I try to get dad to leave me? Oh, your dad is sad. Your dad is sad. Your dad is sad. Sounds like a Dr. Seuss article. That your brother, brother's girlfriend, is turning him into a liberal soy boy. Should I try to get my dad to leave me half my brother's share of inheritance, make me 75%, 25% to my brother? Well, it's, well go have a talk with your dad. <laughs> I guess so, sure. Look, if your brother is going to, it depends. I, I'm not, is your brother turning into some Marxist leftist that's going to vote to make your life more horrible and increase your taxes? Then hell yeah, go for 100%. Absolutely. But if, if your brother's girlfriend is just turning him into a pussy and your brother, I don't know, is it going to like vote to make your life worse or is it going to destroy the family? I, I, I'm trying to figure out, like, is there a th does this woman pose a threat to the financial solvency of your brother or your father? Which can happen at times. I've, I've seen it. I had a client. I can't say what, but there's, there's a woman involved in a relative's life, and that woman is now threatening the entire family fortune. <clears throat> but if she's not threatening the entire family fortune or, you know, is going to bankrupt your brother, where then he's going, but dad, I need a bailout. And you're, oh God, have I seen it? Have I seen it? Parents are dumber than fuck. They will throw so much money at, at the reject son, the prodigal son. Fuck the prodigal son. Fuck that, that parable. I hated that parable. There's the hardworking son who busts his ass off, da, 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 and then the fuckwad goes around and parties and gets drunk. And, oh, but I missed you. It's time to come back. Here's more money. Dude, if I was the older brother in the, in the prodigal side, I'd be like, yeah, fuck both of you. I'm out of here. Hey, Dad, give me the fucking money. I'm going to go down to Mexico, do some whores and some pot and marijuana. Then I'm going to come back. Hey, I'm going to give my fingers right in your face, but you'll take me back because you did it to this dipshit, right? So if like there's a threat, yeah, okay. Hey, Dad, give me my money now. Uh, no, I'm in charge of this. You you put me in charge right here. But uh, I'll tell you this, guys, and this this goes back to I get a lot of questions, a lot of questions from younger guys, not necessarily Fred's age or people our age. But a lot of you boys, a lot of you girls. My parents said I have to go to college, but I didn't know what to study. Like, oh. Well, did you tell your parents to fuck off? Oh, uh, well. Oh, oh, well. Let me guess. Somehow you're financially dependent on your parents. And they could tell you to stick your dick in a tree shredder and you'd have to. Because, well, I live at home. And sure enough, well, they're kind of paying for my rent. I kind of live at home. I'm like, well... Hey, Aaron, I'd like the right to vote and ride motorcycles and run around naked all day. All right, well, where do you, where do you live? Uh, North Korea? Well, I guess until you leave North Korea, you're fucked. <clears throat> I guess until you're done sucking off of your daddy's tit to get, get that sweet, sweet financial milk and free rent. I guess you're just plain fucked. I guess you got to be their bitch. And I guess you got to ruin your life going to college because your parents don't know any jack fucking better. Like, hey, you're going to do a good degree. I'm like, my God, when you boom, it's not even boomers. It's Gen X now. It's old Gen X. Like, when do you people just fuck off and die? <laughs> just, just really. 
No, no, you just repeat. You're a fucking robot. Just you're not even alive. Self terminate. Is that what robots do? Huh? I was supposed to get all sad at the Mandalorian that the the assassin bot sacrificed himself in the in the flowing thing of lava. Oh God, was that dumb? <clears throat> that was dumb. Uh, so you know, I'm sorry, guys. Until until you you leave home. You're going to be your parents' bitch, and they're going to send you to worthless. And I'm injured, and I'm in, I didn't know what to do. It's an I'm injured in business. I don't have a job. I still live at home with my parents. What do I do? <gasps> Get a fucking job and leave your parents. Well, but that takes work. I want to work. Well, I guess you're going to suck on your dad's dick some more. Huh? Always the squirming. Always looking for, is there a secret door where I just open it? Oh, shit, there's a million dollars. And I can live on my own. And then I can play my loot. And then I make, I'm, I'm, I'm at the youtube.lootdick.org. <laughs> and then I always follow my, yeah, there's a secret door right over there. Yeah, that's where the million dollars is. Yeah, we've been keeping it a secret. Us evil white straight males have been keeping it secret. We all knew where the secret loot door, not loot. It's the L-U-T, the loot door was. And, oh, and then we got our money. And that's why whitey makes so much more money. And men make more than women. We know the secret. And even though there's unlimited supply of this money and the secret behind the stash loot door, we didn't tell anyone. Because why would we tell you? even though it would benefit you. Yeah, there's like this whole life you didn't know about on easy mode. Just, and that's what they keep asking me. What do I do? And I keep answering the same fucking question. Well, I guess, Limp Dick, you're going to have to get a fucking job. Oh, well, I, I want, I want the, uh, the cheat code to life. I want to know where the loot door is. This has nothing to do with your original question, Fred. I just like, I was tired. <clears throat> Um, so I mean, he, he, Fred probably knows this already. He's no young chicken. I mean, he's not an old guy either, but do you really need your dad's inheritance? I mean, yeah, fine. If you can get it. Yeah. And if your brother's going to be a dick shit, waste his money and vote leftist, if he's going to be against your interest, fuck yeah, go get the money. Say dad, look, my brother's, he's not, he's going to piss it away on this girl's. He's going to bail her. Dad, your money is going to go to bail her out of her social work master's degree. Uh, that that she doesn't use <laughs> or she does use it doesn't matter it's a worthless fucking degree <clears throat> so why don't you give me the money and the money won't be pissed away on this <sighs> but you shouldn't need your dad's money it's funny like my folks you know they're, they're coming towards the end of their life they're not there yet they're thankfully in really good health that's one good thing my parents did they stayed in good shape Good genetics help too, except for that cancer thing. <laughs> and I really, I'm really proud of my parents. Not only did they get their financial act together, like, okay, here's the finances that are in the will. Okay, you're the executor or whatever, you know. And okay, here's here's what it is. And dude, my dad even has a grave picked out. I'm like, geez, a little macabre, don't you think? And and the 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 headstones there he even show me a picture. Look at that. I'm like, what are you going any second now? But it was great. They did all this for planning. I, you know, I just like, you know, I press a button and it all happens. Um, oh, and they cleaned out their house. They did all that and everything like that. But 
I've never based my life on the money. I was actually shocked. Like, wait, there is a little bit of money here. Wait, you you have money now? What's it feel like? <laughs> what? <laughs> the running joke is I say, I know you kept me poor this long so that I would inherit the great Clary fortune of multiple billions of dollars. So you know I would manage it effectively. And then and soon I'll be given, you know, that that uh, Warren Buffett guy, that's just a front. I know who really owns owns uh, Berkshire Hathaway. Uh but I, I was actually kind of like, oh, wait, I mean, it's, it's not a lot, but maybe I could have put it to good use. I'm going to get myself a classic Mustang is what I'm going to do if that money ever, if they don't burn through it with, with medical bills. Yeah. Uh, but I've never once since 18. I'm like, there's no one is coming to save you. You are on your own. I think Fred knows that. Fred, you're not operating based on like, oh my, I'm going to inherit this money sometime soon. It's critical to my fine. Like my parents say, we're taking all the money and giving it to your brother. Fine. Bye. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I don't get the Mustang I really don't need, huh? I, I guess, I guess. I, okay, fine. I'm, I'm on my own. Been operating from that principle. And you have to do the same thing, guys. Going No matter what, it's just a good policy not to be relied on, reliant on your parents as an adult. That's, I would almost say, one of the key defining definitions of being an adult. Right? But then you're not influenced or swayed or forced to do what they tell you to do, which a lot of times, don't know if you've noticed this with Gen X parents and boomer parents, uh, but they don't know jack fuck shit what they're doing either. This book right here has more wisdom and knowledge than pretty much the past two generations of parents ever had. Because this is the result of the past two generations of parents resulting in the fucked up generation that the millennials are. But Dr. Spock said not to spank. Spanking's bad. And I don't want to do it. It's hard. I just want to have babies. And then they grow up and they take care of their mother. That's... I think I wanted to like have some come out of my vagina because I would scratch the biological itch and then I drop it off. It being the key thing at the daycare and I could become a careerist and I have grandchildren 40 years later. Why does it that work? <laughs> why, why are my children so much in debt still living at home at 30? I know, boomer lady. Did you raise your kids or did you tell them what they wanted to hear at the time they wanted to hear it? Oh, and you wonder why your daughter, who has a doctorate in education but became a flight attendant, is still living at home and can't find no man because she's fat. Uh, all right, all right, that's enough for Fred. Sorry, Fred. Where are we? M2PG4 for five bucks. Would you ever sell index fund if poop really hits the fan? They say buy and hold, but if USA turns fully blue socialist, is it still applicable? It it really depends because, um, for example, uh, Pocahontas, um, the socialist Quantahaha from Harvard, Elizabeth Warren. She was going to introduce this concept that corporations would have to have an equity board and that they'd have to be managed not just for profit, 
for the shareholders, but the interest of everyone. And that would include the environment and poor people. And, and if that happened, it, it's <clears throat> you'd have the assets of the under the productive potential at the produ potentially productive assets, the capital, as it were, of these corporations, but they would be mal-managed um, by the corporate executives in part because corporate executives in the future are just going to become more dumb and do, they're not going to manage for profit. They're going to be like Patreon and whatever else they're going to put politics first. So the underlying profits are not going to be there. So it's like, well, do I really want, you know, you want to own the assets because they have the, the only profit production, the only production potential <clears throat> in the entire economy. And so what end up happening is these corporations are just going to become like the, the zombie corporations, the Kiretsus that Japan used to have, or the Chables that the Koreans used to have back in the 80s and the 90s. And the government will constantly bail them out. And so that, and I, I, to tell you the truth, I don't know because the, owning those assets is the only thing that's going to produce value in the future. And you could argue with the government bailing them out. But if all of a sudden they start saying like, well, you don't own the assets anymore, either through regulating it away, kind of like the city of Minneapolis has done with rental property. Like you really don't own your property anymore. You got all these rules and regulations. You have to accept uh, section eight applications. Um, they jack their property taxes way up on you. So there's no profit anymore. So yeah. Okay. You own it on the deed on the piece of paper. You own that property, but you don't get any of the benefits. <clears throat> um, so, you know, like, like a, a house in Detroit or now increasingly a house in the twin cities. No one's going to buy it because you don't get any profit from it. Um, and then any other company that might want to buy those productive assets. And if they're smaller um, and can run an actual profit without being harangued by uh, leftist regulations and politics, maybe you can invest in those smaller corporations. Uh, but if look, if they're going to go socialist, they're going to take all the profits and all the production away. And you only have this veneer of ownership. Uh, if And if the poop really hits the fans, I mean, there might be this twilight period where because we're the United States, because United States dick, because United States military, because world reserve currency, even if ownership of corporations were to go away and be turned over to the government, uh, it would probably be done through some kind of veneer. Where, oh, no, you still own it. It's just we take 100% of the profits. Well, okay, I'll keep throwing money in my 401k. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, and this happened in the housing market. Like when, when the numbers started coming out that people were defaulting on their mortgages, those mortgage-backed securities kept going up. It was for like a week or two um, that happened. But inevitably, you'd be like, why am I buying – a liability. <laughs> Why am I just giving the government and parasites my money? I'm not going to buy this core. I'm not going to invest in that. And then you got, you'd have to switch out. So you could sell your index funds in that twilight zone. It could be a day. It could be a year. It could be a decade. People remain delusional for quite some time. And then you have to switch out to a, you know, a country that does protect private property that does this. No, you own that corporate. No, you own, you know, whatever fractional shares of that corporation. You're part of one of That's not the government's money. That's not, no, you own that house, you own that real estate investment trust, whatever. <clears throat> um, you have to switch out there. Uh, not, I'm not advising this, but this is why I do recommend you have a little bit of cryptocurrency. I have no idea why crypto hasn't gone. Let's take a look at, at, at the crypto. What is Bitcoin at now? Um, I'm surprised it didn't go up. Oh, maybe it did. 
one year. It's been hanging around 10,000. Didn't it go? Yeah, it went down to six. Yeah, I, um, to give you the short version of it, I believe cryptocurrency is going to be the main exit <clears throat> strategy of wealth out of the United States. Uh, or, or any Western nation that goes social. And, and it happened. Anytime there's a socialist, I think the Vietnamese did it. The East India. India is not a, a socialist country, but they're putting crackdowns on um, currency outflows and gold transactions. Um, I think that will be the main conduit by, by which people get out. Because it's like, look, okay, I got to buy in here. and Maybe I got to sell over there at a, at a loss, but at least I get to keep 50% of my income uh, or my wealth. Uh, so I'm kind of surprised cryptocurrency hasn't gone up. It recovered from 6,000 nights at 9,000 and change. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and I'm, I'm, I don't know how much super chest we got left. Well, let's get through them. M2PG4, I'll tell you about my day at the coffee store and, and why you may want to think about cryptocurrency and, and why I inevitably probably will sell out of the United States. So David Little for five bucks, slight rant on why the liberals camp. For free college, it goes back to that classic line. If everyone is super, no one is. I'm black and I get, I got to pay. So I wonder if everyone is super, no one is. I suppose that's why they want free college. No, look, leftists and liberals want for Look, everyone wants free college. I want free college. Why would I want to pay for it? Uh, they just want other people to pay because they don't want to pay. It's in their best financial interest to have college paid for. Um but understand, most liberals, most leftists, unless you're the rare, you know, STEM legit smart guy, gal, who happens to be a leftist, you go to school for college. Most kids go to college uh, because it's their birthright. It's their entitlement. They know nothing else in the world. They have nothing else in their life except to go to college. And it's not even for an education. It's a big-ass party, and it's a big-ass intellectual masturbation festival. Any idiot can go to college now. And then think they're until, and this is where, oh my God, it's the best years of my life. Oh my goodness, I'm so smart. I'm so smart. I listen to Noam Chomsky. I'm so smart. <clears throat> uh, and it's also a delayment of uh, becoming an adult because let's, let's face it, if you look at their parents and they look at their parents, like my parents are miserable. My dad is miserable. My mom is miserable. They hate each other. Uh, they don't want to rush into becoming adults. And so this is the, and they just want it to be free and they, they don't want to work. That's it. Since the age of zero, they've had everything paid for them. They can extend that to the age of 22 or 24 or with government, uh, white collar panhandling, uh, forever. You get grants. Oh my God, I got a grant. Oh, I'll live another six months and avoid real work. So, um, I don't think it's the, uh, well, if, if I have a college degree, and everyone has a college degree, then I won't be inferior. I'll be super too. There might be some of that. There, there might be some of that. I have a college education, which, okay, good for you. You have a pulse. I, uh, but I think it's real. What else, what else are they conditioned and programmed to go into? You know, this is why the college experience, and, I, and I've said it before. The, I wrote it in the, hey, hang on. Do I got it in here? is not beautiful. Stop mutilating your body. Have pride in your public appearance. Your gender has no value. Your race has no value. No, you don't have a mental illness. Accomplishments versus traits. Oh, stop majoring in stupid shit. Here we go. Page 223. It's got to be here. 
80% of the millennials' problems would have never existed if they simply didn't major in stupid shit. <laughs> anyway, the college experience. <clears throat> Understand today's kids do not go to college for an investment in their careers, their futures, or their education. They go to college first and foremost because of the college experience. They go to party. They go to get laid. They go to imagine their intellectuals. And if anything, they go to get away from their parents. The actual education or investment they make in themselves is a distant, if even considered, second. However, this belies the true economic nature of college because it's very clear students no longer view college as an investment. And you'd be correct in pointing out that it's become a consumer good instead. But a more astute, but more astute people would get even closer to the target, pointing out it's become a luxury good. A luxury good. And truly observe it, people would get danger close, making the distinction it's the prestige and status this luxury falsely affords students, not necessarily the luxury good itself. But the real economic nature of the college experience is even more luxurious in vain than that. Because if you really look at how students view college today, they view it as a birthright and entitlement. And that makes the economic nature of college absolutely no different than that of a wedding. And there you go. <clears throat> Big expensive multi-$10,000 wedding. Hang on. Who the fuck is texting me? Of course, Seth and now Amy. And now we're going to log out of Facebook so it stops dinging in my ear. And we go back to work. Yeah, I, so I don't think it's that they have to go to college so they feel better about themselves. It's just that just they're sheep. They're sheep. They're just sheep, Dave. They're all sheep, and eighty percent of them are because they're not. They're not major. What were you major in? Accounting? No, that's dark man, Jeff. That's our other black accounting buddy. Um, oh, and Josh is in accounting too. I forgot, Josh. Well, whatever. You're not in some stupid shit. Uh, but the and you can point out. You know, you got your buddies, your friends. You can point. They're all majoring dumb shit. They've never thought there's not even a consideration of all this time and money they're pissing away on their fucking worthless degrees. And uh, what am I going to do later? And they've just seen, they just, I mean, literally, Gen Z is going in there. They just saw the bomb sites of Hiroshima and Nagasaki dropped on what remains of the carnage of the millennial generation. Like, oh shit, we're not going to do that. Let's go major in worthless shit and follow my heart and the money will fall. And they run off. Meanwhile, there's the Enola Gay with a third bomb zooming in on, on Generation Z, piloted by the same Marxist leftist professors and your teachers and guidance counselors. Follow your heart and the money will follow. Any great degree is a good degree. Bombs away! We got Gen Z too. All right, no future generation of American kids are going to make it. We've done our job here. Fly back to headquarters. Hang on. <clears throat> John G for two bucks. Shlomo Osmali just delivered. Enjoy the decline. What? Wait, is his, is his name really Shlomo? Osmali uh, just delivered. Enjoy. Good, good. I hope you enjoyed the book. That's awesome. Send some pictures. I'd like to see the pictures. Uh, KSB 26, five bucks. Gen X is the latest generation to have grandparents with wisdom. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. All Zoomers and millennials get get his stories of how much weed Grandpa smoked at Woodstock. I know. Now, if you're lucky, you'll get some uh, Vietnam vets as your grandparents, but uh, or maybe they're still alive Korea vets. So there's still a little bit of wisdom there, but for the most part, um, no, you're you're God, and the Boomers are just it's see they. <clears throat> You guys want some justice? You want a happy ending? You want you want a, the silver lining? I'm going to give you some silver lining. Do you remember when 
uh, what was the show? Um, Band of Brothers came out. This is like 15 years ago, maybe even 20. And I don't know if it was the same in your neighborhood, but there was a big recelebration of the World War II generation. What these guys, you know, Normandy had its whatever, 60, 50th celebration. <clears throat> and they'd have World War II vets come out and speak at, you know, uh, talks and things like that. And there was like this appreciation from like, hey, what? Tom Hanks did a big thing. Uh, so did, um, what's his called? Everyone's got to have her yappy dog. Um, the director, Steven Spielberg. And they're like, hey, let's raise awareness and get the fun and appreciate. Uh, and, and so there was like this big send off before World War II generation guys died. And they're pretty much all dead now. And, but there was this great celebration of them. And I think they appreciated that. Boomers ain't got shit like that. What they got is the entire world saying, fuck you, Boomer. Okay, Boomer. Uh, fuck off and die, Boomer. They, there is no celebration. There is no send-off. Right? At least maybe the World War II generation you might have gotten a visit in the nursing home. Now, if the, boom, the boomers aren't even going to get a nursing home paid for. And so, you know, there's, there's no celebration. Well, what did you do, Dad? You smoke a lot of pot. and you Were, were you one of those idiots that voted for uh, Mondale uh, Fer Ferrari? No, Ferrero? Geraldine Fierro. Ferrero? Were you one of those idiots? Oh, did you did you vote to like just open up the borders to everybody? And now you're wondering where the grandchildren are. Were you one of the? Yeah, go fuck off. Were you the one that voted to just make all these national debts and deficits and all that? Yeah, fuck off. So yeah, there's not going to be. <laughs> and who, who think about that? I remember that. Tell us about the war, Grandpa. Man, sometimes I didn't want to talk about the war for for reasons. But others, like, oh, they had great stories. Wasn't even necessary about wars, like tricks they're playing on other people. What do you? Hey, tell us about Woodstock, Grandpa. Huh? Can you tell us about the hairy vag you saw? What was that like? What? How stinky were the women's armpits? What does it smell like when you're smoking cigarettes and booze and pot, and you haven't shaved in three days, and you're playing in the mud? Well, tell us about that. How heroic you were when you slayed some fat boomer pussy. Yeah, that must have been great, Grandpa. Okay, get the fuck out of here. I'm so happy I nailed that. So I'm like, the doors? You guys fucking do me. Like, mind you, it's like same ones listen to Kurt Cocaine. You don't understand. I'm like, no, I, I understand. I understand. And then they thought Will Ferrell was funny. Even Will Ferrell knew he wasn't funny. But you guys paid him. And he says, what? You want me to act like an idiot? Okay. Keep giving me that money. Cannonball! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> Oh, you know, Will Ferrell wasn't really that funny. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. Fred Larson, under 10 bucks. Thank you, Cap. No inheritance needed. I say 50000 each year now. Just want to tell my brother, fuck you for voting left and being a terrible. Oh, yeah, no, disown him. Nope. No leftists in my family. None. None. Nope, you're out. You're out. No leftists in my family. No leftists in my friends. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, if you could schnooker the money out from them, that'd be great. <laughs> Website with more details on the Vegas seminar. Ah, uh, I don't know. Email me, Fred, if you want to attend. Or uh, if you got questions in general, I'll, I'll let you know. Um, there really isn't much to it. It's like three days. And, uh, I know we're not going to start early because it's supposed to be relaxing. It'll start 10 or 11 a.m. Won't go past five or six. 
So, you know, it's only an hour each guy gets. So it's not, you're not going to be held hostage. My seminars could be all new material, some, some, and it's going to be valuable. Again, my goal is to make your money back. That's going to be my goal. Uh, and then it's just like, hey, it's not a meet and greet. We just hang out with everybody. It's not like, oh, Rich Cooper, well, you got to pay extra. It's signed us. No, it's like, hey, hey, what up, dipshits? And here we are, dipshits ourselves. All right. <clears throat> a community of dipshits. And then there's the the field trips we all go on. So yeah, but email me. I, I don't want to go through all the details. Anthony CMA. Why CMA? Do you have your uh, certified managerial accountant thing? Have you listened to Human Farming? Yet? No, uh, it is on my list. I got I got it right there. I I can see it. I got it right there. I got to binge on a bunch of books. I got to put together another seminar that I'm going to be offering through Teachable. And, oh, by the way, Fragile Vaginas, yes, I'm going to charge as much fucking money as possible. All the reing, all the pearl clutching from, from the, not, not really my audience, but the, the, the trolls and the, the fragi vaggies. The fragi vaggies within my audience. <laughs> Aaron's charging money. A guy with the name Asshole Consulting is charging. He's trying to make as much money as he can. Oh, what's the thing of the children? Yes, it's going to be expensive. Yes, like any other economic agent, I am trying to maximize my profit. Yes, I'm trying to get money for a septic tank. And now the increased price of lumber. Yay. <clears throat> Atham. Oh, I have an announcement. I am drunk. Good old Atham. Dude, morning drinking is great. I know it means you got a problem, although Atham works night shift, so this is his evening. <clears throat> that, that happened a lot in Wyoming where people come off the, the night shift. Um, you can usually tell if there's a mine because the bar's open 24-7, and these, you'll see work trucks out there, and then people will be going into the bar. You're like, what the fuck is going on? It's 7.30. Well, they got off at 7. Um, morning drinking's fun. Oh, it's wonderful. Got that little hangover from the night before. What the fuck? You take yourself a swig and they're like, oh, yeah, let's go have coffee and sit out and do nothing and play video games. Let's be worthless for the remainder of the day. So uh, that's good. Uh, there's Atham. Craig Kander. Hey, new guy, I think. Craig, thanks for the five bucks. Do you think an alien mammologist might classify Homo sapiens into various breeds? Okay, an alien specialist in mammals, <clears throat> like a like a uh, somebody who studies animals. What are they not botanists? What are they? zoologist? An alien zoologist might classify Homo sapiens into various breeds within one species, like we do bear, polar grizzlies. Uh, I well, see, I'm no uh, <coughs> zoologist. I wasn't that good at biology, but it's kind of like dogs. Like what I find amazing is dogs have an incredible range. I just saw this little mop. There's a little mop. Can't even see its feet. The fur just, it's like it's got a vacuum. It just goes, and it moves, just hovers. That thing could technically breed with a wolf or a German shepherd. And then you look at humans. Yeah, we got some variety. There's some variants, but we all kind of look the same. Taking aside from, you know, the, you know, seven foot three guy or, or a midget or something like that. But we all, okay. You might have different skin color. Uh, you might have different, slightly different facial features. You, um, your hair might be different or whatever, 
but we and we can all breed. Like you could take someone who's uh, uh, an Eskimo and introduce them to someone who's uh, uh, Australian Aboriginal. They'll be able to have kids. And so I think that's is that species because uh, I know there's like um, there's phalum species, whatever. There's that rank. And I think to be the same breed or species, you have to breed with each. You should be. You have to be able to breed with each other. I know. Can bears? Uh, can black bears breed with polar bears? Can grizzly bears breed with brown bears? I don't know. Um, <clears throat> we already. We could, of course, we could classify. We already do. Well, you're you're black. You're you're um, miso because you can't even say Hispanic because that's a crossbreed between Spaniards. And Mesoamericans, uh, you're Indian, you are Aboriginal, you are East Indian. Um, so we, we kind of do already because it's a it's a fact. You could visually see, oh, that person's black, this person's Asian or whatever like that. <clears throat> I don't know if we call it separate species, though. Uh, remember that, like in the sixth or seventh grade, you had to learn all that. And then the Latin name, polar bear. Capacitus polisius marmascamus polis. You're like, uh, can you just say polar bear? The naming convention. Yeah, I mean, we, we kind of already, they might, they might. But they'd say, hey, but they can breed together. So I guess they're all, they're all the same race. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep those doggies scrolling. Hit him up, move him out, move him up, head him in, head him in, move him out. Blah, blah, blah. Ten Canadian dollars from Lucas Szymanski, another Polish agent in the field. Here's my penance for being a millennial. My grandparents survived Germans and Siberian gulag as kids. Uh, they are tough as nails. Much respect. Thank you, Cap, for all your work. Millennials suck. Yeah, if you're, oh, what did the, um, <clears throat> yeah, they were in Poland, right? Did they yank your grandparents from Poland and ship them off to Siberia? You know what's great about America, for all of you that think we're this warmongering country? <clears throat> when we liberated camps, all right, we set them free. When Russia liberated the camps, if they weren't raping them, they were throwing them off in the gulag. Or if I recall, the Poles in one particular town had to fight the Germans and the Russians at the same time. Because communists are just so caring. Uh, I think the millennials suck. Uh, we got that. They do as a group. Shouting from the cheap seats for five bucks. Doing online recon before I travel. Is there a way to estimate the number of Bizo, Sheng Gum, and meth heads in various Mountain West cities? Ooh, that's tough. Um, I know Shen Gum. What's a Shen Gum? That's a new term. I know what Bizo is. Shen Gum. Sheng mum. Sheng mum. Sheng mum. I don't I don't get Sheng Mum. Baizo is like your your Marxist leftist SJWs who just want to parasite off of everybody. Uh okay, here's it's hard. This is the only thing that comes to mind. When I was in Casper, Natrona County High School, which was Casper's high school, uh, the data, the stat going around that half the girls graduated with a kid are being pregnant. 
so I would find out what the teenage pregnancy rate is um, in that area. That would roughly correlate with that. Uh, but it all depends, man. It all depends. You know what? I just call the cops. Hey, is there a meth problem out there? Do you got protesters? Yeah, I mean, what? and why are you going to a mountain where I say, what do you care if it's, uh, <clears throat> is there Bizo there? Maybe. There might be one or two. There might be a hippie commune nearby. Uh, just find out. You, know, you could call the cops. You just say, are there any leftists out there? Like, no, not really. That'd be just the the quick uh, one-two analysis out of the litmus test. Uh, Lucas Szymanski again. Yeah, Russia's took them as kids. Any intellectuals and officers? Yep. We can't have people thinking wrong think, right? Okay, there you go. All right, let me pause this. I'm going to hit the can. I'll do some spawn. I got a, I got a bunch of shit to go through. So everyone take a break. We'll see you guys in a second. All right, let's get our sponsors out of the way. I got to pull up a sponsor. Uh, Mark emailed me. Yeah, Mark, I'm getting to your thing. I'm getting there. Hang on. Give me a second. New phone. That doesn't work. Oh, okay. I'll go to the mail. There's Seth Himes texting me. What do you want? My card statement is ready. Where did it go? Where did it go? Here we go. Did you get my stuff? Send a couple of them original. Must have got lost in the mail. No. Hang on. It's here. It's here. Okay. <clears throat> Our good buddy, Mark. Mark has been, uh, he's been a regular uh, listener and tuner in her and a sponsor and other things as well. Uh, and he's got, uh, Aaron, caught your video on the Miss Super Chats today. I'm glad you mentioned my advertising. I was bummed out when I didn't hear anything on 7-1. Mark, I got you covered, man. I I, I know I've been deli- God, here's how Here's how advertising works. I'll get to it when I get to it. I got a zillion things going on, especially when I was move, uh, when I was out in South Dakota. I didn't have that. Actually sent the stuff on 626, but maybe it ended up in junk mail or something. Anyway, here it is. I haven't gotten it. Did you mail? So- I didn't get anything. And that's been <clears throat> two weeks. Um, 
No, I didn't get anything, Mark. Huh. Attach image for your blog. You should link to how to get the girls.net. Attaches an image of a JPEG that's 350. Ba -da -ba. Uh, dialogue feels like use it. Here you go. The single most annoying question I get over at Asshole Consulting is, duh, Aaron, how do I get the girls? I'm sick and tired of answering that question. And now there's a website that'll teach you how to get the girls. That website is called for, wait for it, howtogetthegirls.net. <laughs> the first step to getting the girls is learning how to properly talk to the girls. Calling a girl on the phone is a thing in the past. The 80s and 90s are long gone, guys. These days, it's all about knowing how to text the girls. And that's exactly what howtogetthegirls.net shows you how to do. You'll learn how to avoid sounding needy and coming on too strong. You'll also learn strategies for texting your way out of the dreaded friend zone. And most importantly, you'll learn how to get her to agree to a date with only a few simple texts. How to get the girls.net bullet points to get the girls. First, you need to know how to talk to the girls. <laughs> this is great. Learn to quickly get a date through text. Text your way out of the friend zone or spark things back up with a girl that's losing interest. Yeah, <clears throat> look here. This is not to slam on Mark's thing. If it takes this much effort, fuck it. I do you see how much men tailor and cater to women? Like, oh, what do I, what do I, all this, what do girls do? I exist. Wow. So intelligent because I have a degree from the liberal arts school. I'm like totally reading Sylvia Plath. There's this gal. Um, she's, someone sent me an image. Her name's Isabella. And on her dating profile, I think it's like looking for someone to take down capitalism with. I'm like, Really? Really? Like, do you guys have any standards? Not, not you guys, I don't know. But <clears throat> what was it? Uh, who was maybe it was Turtle Flinging Monkey? He was talking about how in the old, and like as he says, the before time. In the before time, if a woman was divorced or had some other man's kid, th that was it. They were done. They were done. No guy would would go. No, no, you fucked up. You done fucked up, Jones. And now all this, all this, and you wonder why women got attitude or lip or only go after the top 10% because you all keep like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? What do you, they're not, you're not, you're just spoiling them rotten. You wonder why the hot crazy matrix exists? Because if you constantly shield because you want to bang the girls and do everything for a hot woman, they're never exposed to the real world and they become the most spoiled little petulant child ever. And then they all have a case of the bipolars, which is not it. They're just a bunch of grade A mean bitches and quantahahas. I'm just trying to think what the opposite would be. Like, hey, do you want to get the guys? Learn how to cook. Learn how to stay thin. Walk up and say hi to them. Like, you get to the granular level that you're analyzing your text game. The world has changed from the 80s and 90s. No more calling these days. It's about texting. If you want the younger ladies, then you better learn to text. I understand. I understand that's that's the game. But I mean, really, not to advocate going MGTOW, but fuck this shit. Life is too fucking short. I was listening to Better Bachelor. He was talking about some gal um, <clears throat> giving advice to guy, uh, gals on dating. And he just starts laughing because it was some ludicrous. It was true. It's happening. It was a real world phenomenon, but it, it just showed you how delusional 
and how warped it's become where it's like he just starts like man i'm i'm not i'm not dating i'm not in it how to get the girls hey it says an error how to get the girls net hang on let me try this give me a sec Yeah, Mark, it ain't loading up. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna plug it. And uh, some, yeah. If if you sent something to me and I didn't get it, let me know. Hang on, there's another guy. I'm only using this uh, phone because I don't want to log into my email account online because I got to send a code uh, to Peter. Check with UPS State. It was delivered PO box. On the 10th. What's the 10th? Is that a... Oh, maybe I didn't. Okay, I'll, I'm will i going to go double check it. You know what? Post office could be fucking up. That's what it could be. Because, Mark, I did not get anything. I would have recognized that. Um, but, yeah, I'm going <clears> to <throat> I'm gonna go and take a look. See how much everybody's fucking... This is my day. Me and Chad talked about it beforehand. Could I make new material? Could I write a new book? Yes, I could, but I got to go down to the post office because somebody done fucked up. It's a long-ass drive there, too. Yeah, Mark, the website isn't coming up. It's not coming up. All right, what else we got for sponsors? Uh, We already talked about the Rule Zero Vegas seminar, so if you'd like to attend, email me. At CAPT, C-A-P-T, capitalism, not Captain Capitalism, CAPT, C-A-P-T, capitalism, at yahoo.com, $999. Should be at least three tickets left. Pete, if you uh, sent the money, um, and I don't see it, and I can't find it, I'll um, just cancel that check. I'll refund you for the cancellation fee, and then mail me another one. Uh, what else? Uh, we have... Uh, as I'm migrating and getting backup channels, I do not have I will not have Patreon in two days. I'll be taking my Patreon account down in two days and I've moved to Subscribestar. Subscribestar.com slash Aaron Clary. Nothing new up there for except for some test um, files. So if you want, I, I think I uploaded some MP3. So get rid do not sign up for Patreon. A lot of you like sign up. Oh, I gotta sign up for Patreon so I can download all this stuff. No, no, don't worry. I'm gonna upload it at Subscribestar. Not today or tomorrow. I got a lot of shit going on. Uh, but just go to subscribe, sir, and subscribe to me there. All proceeds, all of them. I think they give you a little goal meter where you get to see that little thermometer thing go up. And like, ooh, it's going up. Um, I have a $7,500 goal set for a septic tank. Some girl's like, oh, pay up my student loans. Oh, I need a fake boob job, which has more value than, a, than a, a, most college degrees. Mine is a septic tank because Cappy liked to poo. So help Cappy Poo and help get a septic tank. Uh, Then there's bitshoot.com slash Aaron Clary. I do have a bitshoot channel. Again, only one video up there uh, once I get through all this other stuff. I do have a Discord. I don't know how it works. And Discord always logged. It always fired up. Like when I I fired up my computer, it would always turn on. I'm like, hey, fuck you, Discord. I didn't want that. So now I'm really turned off by Discord, and I don't see any reason have it and then we have commonsensecoffee.com the guy that's it another guy he said he was going to send me some stuff and i never got it oh 
I wonder if it is the post office fucking things up. There, Common Sense Coffee. He's a Marine. He did that. Um, Better Bachelor. Check out Better Bachelor on YouTube. A Turf Flinging Monkey has a book out called 13 Rules Not to Be a Fucking Cuck. You can check out Turf Flinging Monkey on BitChute, but his uh, book, 13 Rules to Not Be a Fucking Cuck, available on paperback, Kindle, and audiobook. Uh, nothing that um, any veteran listeners to the show or any elder men who know what they're doing, but if you're new to all this and you're a rookie, that's a really good introductory book. Basically, on self-respect and not getting, not letting people fuck you over, um, and it also points out it. I like some of the philosophical aspect of it, where he shows you how society is structured and geared to fuck you over. Um, so it, it's it's good. It's uh, I don't know if you're looking for a little bit of philosophy. You guys say, well, we keep coming back for Big Macs and chocolate shakes. Well, there you go. So <clears throat> it's, it's a book. Some of the uh, some of the same philosophies and refrains are repeated there but if you like it yeah get it it's it's uh i don't know it's nice to hear like yeah other people think this way i'm not my the what my logic has deduced is not irrational other people came to the same conclusion uh eric dolaray investing equanimity if you're looking to start investing now i recommend you get this book read through it okay it not only goes over the permanent portfolio strategy, which you could look that up. It's um, it's like investing in the index. It's a simple strategy, a quarter, a quarter, a quarter, into cash, precious metals, stocks, and bonds. Uh, it's worked rather well. Uh, but for the philosophy wonks, this goes into why it has worked so well over the time. So if you want to learn to start investing and you want to know why, and you like economic philosophy and theory, I would get this book, Investing Equanimity. You can find that paperback Kindle audio book. Uh, and we also have, uh, where'd it go? Here it is. Uh, the Science of Mastering Women by Linda Gross. I'll put that in the chat room. <clears throat> if you go to that website, uh, not the one I linked, but how do I get the girls.net? But then also, I would probably recommend you read Linda Gross's book if you really want to get the girls. And she's gone through, it's quite exhaustive study. It's highly ranked. How many pages is it? This is not some light book. Yeah, it's got four and a half, 4.7 stars. <coughs> and it has 394 pages. And I've, I've went through it and it is a lot of math, a lot of statistics, a lot of research. Now, she is a psychologist. Yes, I do not have any faith in the psychology industry, but at least this one has numbers. And she's taken a bunch of studies, put a lot of work into this, and basically will it, she will give you as much of a statistical advantage in terms of do this, don't. I know you all want an instruction manual. I know you all don't want to go to the gym, lift weights, and be tall. And I understand you can't be tall. I know you all, you're all looking for, for the squirmy. You're all looking for the loot door, the secret door. Where, oh, this is how I get my dick sucked. All right, that's not – but this is as close as it's going to get to that, right? You go buy, what does it cost? It's 20 bucks. I don't know what it is on Kindle, maybe seven or eight. All right. And the three to four hours, a mile, five to six hours is going to take you to read it. All right. That's going to save you your time and money because you're not going to make stupid. It, this book will prevent you from making stupid decisions. It'll tell you things that you should and should not do to increase your statistical chances, but it's only going to give you a 20% edge. Now, like in gambling, a 20% edge is huge. It can make you a ton of money. 
but you still got to show the fuck up and play, which means you still have to be in shape. You can't be a fuck. You can't be a fat ass. You have to be so much charming and intelligent, and you better be an accomplished man. This is not going to guarantee you get the girls. It's going to help you get the girls. And it's also intellectually interesting to find out, oh, is that how it works? Oh, interesting. Oh, here are the numbers. I'm a numbers guy. I like numbers. God almighty. Hey, what do you estimate? Rob? Well, did that ask any woman? Hey, give me a ballpark. Just gave me a fucking ballpark number. One through 100. What percent? I didn't ask you to analyze it and deduce and do the math in front of me. Just shit out a number and give me the fucking number for God's sake. So Linda Gross, check her out. Uh, Linda Gross also has a show. Just search Linda Gross podcast. You'll find her. Uh, she does it twice a week, I think. Uh, BunkerBasics.com, BunkerBasics.com with Bunker Bob. If you want to learn how to prep, what to do during these potential times of crises, go to BunkerBasics.com with Bunker Bob. Okay. Uh, and that's real stuff, not, oh, yeah, we're going to get our AR 15s and go and shoot all the protests. No, no, it's like, hey, do you know what? I don't know. You have a water purification pump? You don't? Oh, well. Uh, Noncommunistsciencefiction.com. All the books by Michael Kingswood, who is a science fiction author, but he, here's the trick he's not a communist. So when you're getting sick and tired of your communist fiction lecturing you about, yeah, the poor people, the barbarian days under Reagan. Oh, you mean when, when we all got out of poverty caused by Jimmy Carter? Yeah, those are horrible times in the 80s. Uh, you got the Black Brigade. Go to blackbrigade.org and check out the Black Brigade debrief on YouTube. A podcast from YouTube and you convert it to MP3 later. Just as the Masculine Geeks do, you can go to MasculineGeek.com or find them on the YouTube. Also, the goddamnbacon.com. You can find Jack Napier and Rob at robsays.net on their podcast on YouTube called Red Evening. And then check out my friend Silvio Canto on Canto Talk, C-A-N-T-O. He covers Latino news. If you have to be a Latino and you're not a rank Marxist leftist socialist, like maybe Che Covera killed some of your relatives. I don't know. Uh, Go and check out Silvio Canto because he does cover Latino American news and and, uh, Latin news in general. He goes, he'll cover Venezuela, Cuba. Uh, for those of you that have peeps back at home, <clears throat> uh, Pushing Rubber Downhill, the blog, the podcast, the book. Go to pushingrubberdownhill.com where Adam Piggott has his podcast and his uh, uh, blog hosted there. Um, and then he also has a book, which I say is an absolute must read, Pushing Rubber Downhill. He has another book uh, called uh, Run Guts, Pull Cones. That's the sequel. But everybody must read Pushing Rubber Downhill. Uh, you can find that by going to pushingrubberdownhill.com. Uh, Dr. David Proden at uh, safetyphd.com, 405media.com. Here we go. Uh, coding school, uh, Doors Counting School, D-O-R-S, only one O, not two O's. It's not like Kurt Cocaine, not Kurt Cocaine. Who was the other dipshit that OD'd that was very marginal at music? Um, Jim Moronson. Uh, so Jim Moronson, it's not not the Doors Coding School because the code wouldn't work. Uh, it's the Doors, D-O-R-S, DoorsCodingSchool.com. If you're looking for a cheap but effective coding school, take a look there. And Rodrigo, who runs it, he uh, he went through coding school. He's like, I could do this better. And so he just wants to offer it to you guys. Yes! Oh, my God! He might try to maximize his profit. <gasps> I should get a a, a, a 
handbag with pearls on it. I'll clutch it anytime. Everybody, Aaron Clary's selling things for money. Ah. Oh, <clears throat> we did that. We did that. Oh, academic composition. All right. School is going to be online this upcoming year. Uh, if you don't want to write your Marxist leftist papers and the liberal arts prereqs that they take and force you to spend two years of your life and $50,000 of your money on to employ worthless, parasitic, now millennial TAs and adjunct liberal arts professors and sociology professors, uh, fuck them back by having Alex and his team of writing staff write your papers for you. Go to academiccomposition.com. Let them know the captain sent you. Uh, and then there you go. You pay people to write your papers so you can get on with your life and go fucking do more important shit. He's also looking for people to write papers always. So if you unfortunately majored in the liberal arts, okay, you can not really do anything with it except write more papers to keep this fucking pointless, parasitic, horrific destruction, uh, uh, economic machine of destruction <clears throat> going where we just piss away $50,000 per student per degree in the liberal arts. Um, and he's always looking for writers. So you can go ahead and take your worthless degree and write papers because you know how to do it. He's also looking for advertisers where you post stuff online. Neither of the jobs are fun, but they pay and you could do them from home. Go to academiccomposition.com. Contact Alex and let me know that Cappy sent you. Um, oh, in the books. Let's go through my books if you want to. Uh, obviously, How Not to Become a Millennial. I'm not kidding. This is probably the best economic philosophy, political philosophy book out there. Um, and it will help any young person if they want to read it. Uh, we also have reconnaissance, man. I keep getting questions about where to live in the United States. Get this book. Okay. If you're looking at buying a home, get this book. If you don't have a job because you got laid off because of the coronavirus and you're wondering what to do, get this book. Paperback, Kindle, audiobook. I also have my best of books, <clears throat> The Best of Captain Capitalism. It's just a compilation of my best blog posts. So that way, if the Googles or the YouTubes decide to take away my blog, hey, it's still here. And then you guys got to burn these books, but it's okay because it was written by a white male who wasn't a Marxist leftist. So that's okay to burn books. You're totally not Nazis then. Uh, I also have another best of book. There's Captain Capitalism, Top Shelf. There's Captain Capitalism Reserve, my latest one. Love Letters to the Left. This is from 2016 to 2018. Came out all right. I kind of like the big book like this, man. Big coffee table. And each book has a uh, <clears throat> pet up artist that's done their best for that. What else we got? Let's go through them all. I haven't plugged my books in a long time. Worthless. Young person's indispensable guide to choosing the right major. If you have a loved one, make sure they don't major in stupid stuff. Curse of the high IQ. That's for all you people. You're wondering why you can't find the girls or the guys and where are all the stupid. God, I keep getting... Chad's been sending between Chad and Rich Cooper posting or sending me the screenshots of the dating profiles of these girls. I can understand why you men are having a hard time. Uh, but you ladies, when you're like, I went out with this guy and, and the guys are not all that much better. Uh, stop, stop dating. <laughs> stop. I know the selection is shit, but it also could be, you're really highly intelligent. That's why you're having a hard time finding someone. Uh, but there's other areas of your life that you may want to get this book, like, you know, be like, let's go to the bar and watch the game. And you want to put a bullet in your head. There's nothing wrong with you. And there's nothing wrong with stay this book is basically, there's nothing wrong with staying home. That's, that's basically this book. 
Batch of Pad Economics. I have no idea who's plugging it, but this has had some great sales. Thank you for everyone who has bought this. This is the Financial Advice Bible for men and women bold enough to read it. I've thought about putting together an addendum uh, for the women, calling it Bachelorette Pad Economics. It'd be like, okay, you got to go buy this book first and read it. And then it'd be an addendum about this much that would just be tailored towards women. But I don't know. Oops, that wasn't good. I don't know why I'd... Honestly, I'd... I don't know why. I read. Uh, along the same lines, the black man's guide out of poverty. I did write this book for black men and a fair amount of black men and Latino guys have read it. So at least these guys will listen. I'm, I guarantee you, I guarantee you this will outsell any female addendum. I do to bachelorette pad economics by at least 10 to one because men just, they want to learn the truth. You know why? Cause we want to get the girls. Uh. The Pence principle, not my book, but uh, given what's happened, with Amber Heard and Johnny Depp and, uh, oh, what else? Uh, you know, hey, maybe you want to not get accused of rape or sexual assault or whatever. Um, it's a short book, guys, but this is like a vaccine. You just It's like worthless. You stick it in your arm, you're not going to major in worthless shit, and you're not going to have yourself $150,000 of student loan debt and a crippled financial future. This will, it's no guarantee, but it's going to make sure that somebody you know, 20 years later, when you, when you also make CEO, does it come out? Oh, Bob Bobson uh, touched my boob at a party once. And I, uh, I want $80 billion. Actually, they don't go to the, the cops, do they? They just bring it out into the court of public opinion because <clears throat> a Republican might get elected. Here's one that might be germane. Enjoy the decline, except in living with the death of the United States. You guys may have heard that one and that's it. There we go. Those are the books. Those are the books. There we are. <clears throat> I think we're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. All right. Let's clean up the super chats here, and maybe I'll get to the articles I wanted to read and talk about. Did I already lose it? I don't know. Uh, 20 Australian dollars? <laughs> Civil rights. If someone mines an asteroid or, pro- or project looks like it would, it will, would that change your opinion of Holding gold is a fixed percentage of a portfolio. Well, yeah, if you if you pull that off, yeah, I mean, if all of a sudden you can bring back, what was it? There was like some asteroid out there and they estimated it had like several hundred thousand tons of platinum. And if they could mine it and bring it back, it would like totally tank the value of platinum. Yeah, the technology was imminent in that very day, sure. But no, I, I don't think we're anywhere near close to that. And uh, when it happens, let me know. It's not Whalen Butani yet. We're not there yet. Don't worry, kids. All right. We we know. That's all clear. That's all good. <clears throat> all right. Uh, let's get to the news. You guys like the news? Let's go to the news. <laughs> not news, but I just saw this. Uh, remember Peloton? There, it showed a woman daring to be thin and attractive for her husband. And uh, he got her the Peloton, and she was thankful, and she took pictures. Anyway, I'll admit it was a little schmaltzy. And everyone got sanded their vaginas over that. <clears throat> and how dare women be attractive for their husbands, and how dare. And they, and they kept showing those. They showed those rat bastard fat shaming people at Peloton, and they talked about it, and they shared it. And blah, 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 blah. So I had to look that up uh, when that occurred. That occurred in December of 2019. And in December of 2019, the share price of Peloton was in the low 30s. I don't know what day 
it dropped, but it was in the low 30s. <clears throat> Anyone want to guess what the share price today of Peloton is? It is more than double that. It has gone up <laughs> in, in half a year, seven months. It's gone up to $64 a share. So you all think, uh, oh, we're going to get... Look, any news is good news. Any media... Remember when I was like uh, public enemy number one because I wrote an article saying I'm not going to go see Mad Max because it was a feminist movie and they were going to pillory me and everything else. Do you know what happened to my subscribership, my reading audience over that week? I gained 20% of my subscribers. My, my, my subscribership went up 20%. That is amazing. That's like three years of subscribers in one week. I, <clears throat> you want to be sensational. You want to be controversial. I'm not saying that if you are a, uh, a journalist, you um, you write you know, brown journalism or just write saucy pieces. But if some, if all of a sudden the world hates you and they're writing about you, you're making headlines. You capitalize on that. You say, "Yep, A A R O N C L A R E Y, not Cleary." That's the people who knew how to spell the name when they came from Ireland. My my forefathers couldn't spell for shit. They had C L A R E Y because they didn't know Jack. Right, so that was good. That's one for us. A little bit of good news. What else? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't want to do the bad news. I just don't want to do the bad news. Here we go. Let's go to Van Horn, Van Horn, Texas. The local news. You guys like local news? The happy news. I found this is interesting. We we're talking about bears. Now we're going to talk about uh, insects and spiders. This is from the Van Horn Advocate. Atham, look it up. Nature notes. Nature notes. Scorpion stings and spider bites in West Texas. Like, hey, scorpions. I know scorpions. There's a picture of a black widow here. There's an old saying that everything in Texas either sticks, pricks, stings, or bites. Uh, it's an exaggeration, but West Texas has a bunch of single moms. <laughs> okay. Uh, but West Texas is a thorny land, and from cacti to tarantulas, our region's iconic Inhabitants tend to have a certain edge to them. For many, it's part of the region's appeal. Bites and stings from spiders and scorpions generally aren't a serious hazard here, but these creatures could trigger a visceral fear, and we can't help but wonder about them. Dr. Sarah Watkins is a professor at El Paso's Texas Tech's University Health Sciences Center. From the medical vintage, she is the source on all things creepy crawly. I have always been interested in toxicology, Watkins said. said. I like bugs and drugs. In addition to teaching and ER work, Watkins is a toxicologist with the West Texas Regional Poison Center, which has a 24-hour hotline for poison concerns, including envenomations. She knows bites and stings. Scorpions are found on every continent but Antarctica. I did not know that. I did not know that. But they're desert specialists, and scorpion diversity is greatest in arid places. West Texas is home to at least 17 species. None of those natives pose a threat. Why do I have <clears throat> in the Southern Command the most poisonous ones? Then why why did they go there? Why? Why me? We expect them to cause some pains, Watkins said. They might just cause a little bit of local swelling or redness, but usually these can be managed at home with ice and over-the-counter pain medications such as ibuprofen, acetaminophen, 
Really, most people just do fine. The Southwest, however, is now without its truly dangerous scorpion. Native to the Sonoran Desert, the Arizona Bark Scorpion is the continent's most venomous scorpion, and they all like to party in Cappy's Southern Command backyard. An effective anti-venom is now available in the 1980s. The creature claimed some 800 lives in northern Mexico, and I read about that. There was like an outbreak or something, or northern Mexicans, they came up with a new sport called Let's Roll Around in the Bush at dusk. That was their, they wanted to do that, and then 800 people died. Young children typically suffer the worst effects, and those effects, Watkins said, are unmistakable. They can resemble a seizure as victims lose control of their arms, legs, and eye movements and foam at the mouth. <laughs> when I read that, I was just like, I am going to war. I am go-. And that's when I spent like a good week just weaponizing the house. Uh, Watkins previously worked in Tucson, where bark scorpion stings aren't uncommon in summer months, but in August of 28, a cluster of the scorpions was found in El Paso, and a four-year-old child was hospitalized after a sting. How did they get there? <clears throat> Hor- uh, sco- uh, here, they tell us. The scorpions may have hitched a ride from Arizona on a vehicle. They often live at the base of palm trees and may have arrived via landscape plants. Uh, this happened in Vegas. They Apparently, they did not have them, and then they brought in a bunch of palm trees from Phoenix, and now they're all over the place in Vegas. An El Paso hospital now stocks the anti-venom. Tan and very small, these scorpions are difficult to detect. They may have gained a foothold here, but they're not widespread. Watkins said people often contact the poison center with something they suspect is a spider bite. In most cases, it's a cut or a scrape that's become infected by the bacteria that lives on every person's skin. But there's little room for doubt if it's the bite of a black widow's. These spiders are found throughout the United States, but the Western variety is very common here. Jet black with an hourglass, red-shaped marks on their abdomens. The females do the biting. No, really? Well, yeah, it's just so coincidental. Fatalities are extremely rare, but divorce and losing half your assets aren't. Oh, no. Fatalities are extremely rare, but the bites hurt. It's very painful. You know right away, Watkins said. Sometimes you have just local pain in the area, but it's pretty common to have pain and muscle spasms and cramps even farther from the bite site. Some unlikely people get cramping pain throughout their body. A lot of times people do end up coming to the hospital because of how severe the pain is. Black widows are often found in summer months near homes and garages or wood piles. Their webs are distinctive for their messy, disorganized appearance. Watkins said webs near homes should be removed carefully. The brown recluse spider. This is the bad one. <clears throat> this is the one where the, where the venom just eats away your skin. Lexoskeles reclusa has a bad reputation. Its bite can, in rare cases, cause necrosis or skin death. Less dangerous spiders of the same genus live in the Chihuahuan Desert. And while the true recluse prefers wetter climbs, Midland Odessa is the southern western edge of its range. With any recluse bite, the medical attention is prudent. Tarantulas, of course, are a fixture here. They're big spiders with big fangs. Their bites are painful, but they aren't a concern medically. Watkins says that she's never had to treat a tarantula bite. <laughs> yeah, they're big and scary and cuddly. Stinging and biting are our last defense, and all these creatures would rather avoid than envenomate us. Being mindful, especially in summer months, minimizes the chances of a bad experience. Like other West Texas den- denizens, spiders and scorpions need to be given their space. See, we learned a little bit about nature. In West Texas. Uh, hang on. Let me get the. There we go. Also from the Van Halen Advocate. More, more creatures. More nature. Increased bear activity observed in the trans Coast region. I did not know bears were that far south. 
Austin, once considered to be extinct in Texas, black bears have steadily recolonized the Big Bend region. That's that's all the way at the border. I didn't know bears went that far south. And other areas of west and southwest Texas since the last decade of the 20th century. The natural restoration of populations in West Texas has recently resulted in bears being spotted in more populated areas. Texas Park and Wildlife Department biologists say the dry spring weather conditions have left bears on the move in search for food, leading to an increase in sightings in the area. There's been a flurry, flurry. Bears are just, they're picturing they're acting like, you know, butterflies flurry. Just seeing bears being very light on their toes, flurrying about. There's been a flurry. Of bear activity in the Trans-Pecos region, reports of black bears wandering in Fort Davis, Alpine, and Fort Stockton were received this past week and Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, respectively, said Michael Janis, Trans-Pecos district leader. So there's an area, it's a district, it needs to be led. The trees will not grow on their own. The bears will not flurry without Michael Janis. Bears have an excellent sense of smell. Much of their behavior is driven by their appetite. These natural characteristics can, however, become a problem when bears find an easy meal from a human-related source, such as garbage, pet food, or corn from a deer feeder. If over time a bear continually finds food around humans, it can become habituated, losing its fear of people and creating a potentially dangerous situation. TPW biologists say education is the best way to prevent human-bear conflicts. We need a master's degree in human-bear conflict prevention. All you ladies from the suburbs who want to protect the bears and humans, you can go do that. And then we'll spend cumulatively $100 million on your degrees, and you'll be demanding we bail you out anyway. And also prevention is worth a pound of cure when it comes to preventing conflicts with bears, said Janice. Residents in areas where bears have been spotted should secure anything that could be potentially attractant, could be a potential attractant. Residents can also choose to invest in bear-proof garbage dumpsters, a recourse that many communities in Western United States have deployed to reduce or prevent bear encounters. Double bagging garbage to reduce orders and keeping bags in a secure location until the morning of trash pickup or also encourage practices. Similarly, TPW biologists recommend feeding pets inside or limiting pet food proportions to an amount that can be consumed completely at each feeding particularly look how look how mannish they have you down look how detailed they have everything they can tell you to do everything including how much and where to feed little rover i'm leaving i'm by the way i'm leaving we'll get to it i'll get to the story i want to tell you because i'm leaving i'm leaving the united states not today not tomorrow but i am i i am committed i'll tell you the story uh Particularly challenging to manage is the Texas culture of attracting and feeding deer. Bears are sensitive to electricity, however, so electric fences can be used to prevent bears from accessing feeders while still allowing deer to reach them because of their ability to jump the fence. Although an added cost, electric fencing can pay for itself for the prevention of lost feed and damage to a feeder. Black bears are currently a protected species in Texas. If you see a bear, please stay away and do not attempt to feed it. If you're an urban if you are in an urban or developed area, notify your local police or sheriff dispatch immediately and request that they contact the local Texas Parks and Wildlife Game Warden. Noting the bear side direction speed, and we have a what is it? We have a black male bear, medium build, about 220 pounds, acting suspicious, casing uh, garbage cans, uh speed and behavior especially when it's feeding in town, will great, 
explicitly aid authorities in determining how to respond. Bears and humans could coexist well, said Janice. The key is preventing bears from accessing human-related food sources. Booty boo, booty boo, booty boo, BDB. There we go. There we go. See? Not corona news. Not not the COVID thing. And now our governor in Minnesota, Tim Waltz is his name. <laughs> they may now start man like, oh, we better crack down again. They may have another crackdown. Oh, boo boo boo. We got any super chats here. M2PG4, $1.99. You promised me a coffee story. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Get your coffee story. Well, uh, be strong. Westerns, every Foley bounce back. Yeah. When we open up the fucking states again. When we say, hey, are you sick, Ariel? Do you have a pre-existing condition? Are you old? Are you frail? Don't go out. Everybody else, please go and have fun. Oh, and uh, <clears throat> those COVID parties, those COVID challenge parties, those weren't fake. Those are real. Uh, a couple articles have been written about it. And I, uh, okay, okay, all right. We are putting you in timeout because there we go. Guys, I'm exp- I don't have a lot of rules for the chat room. Don't say, blah, 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 enter, pull, and, da, 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 and this. Enter, post. Da, 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 da. Well, you do that, I have to put you in timeout because you're bumping down people who are paying money. Hey, I may have lost a, a super chat here. Um, all right, I'll tell you my coffee story. All right, hang on. I have to, uh, I'm putting together um, a seminar on a topic I have to do. All right, pro cutchers. Pearl clutchers, fragile vaggies out there, all you fragile vaggies, okay, you may want to leave now. Or maybe you go get a big scoop, go out to the sandbox, get a big scoop of sand, line your back, open your vaginas, and be prepared to dump the sand in your vaginas. I'm putting together a seminar that I'm going to charge as much fucking money as I possibly can for it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Okay, dump it in, clutch your pearls, re- Make your posts and tell everyone how Aaron's trying to make money. Oh, my God. And like the seminar in Vegas, you you don't have to take this online class. It will be optional. I am a libertarian. You have choice and agency. You do not have to take this class. I don't know where I'm going to price it. But it is at least going to be 300, maybe closer to six. I don't know. But it's going to be very expensive. So... I put together the presentation and I've been working. I should have been able to bang this thing out in a week. Haven't, haven't been able to, had to go to South Dakota, had to dick around with a bunch of shit, had to go and switch out of betterment and into Vanguard. I had to switch from, uh, Patreon to subscribe star. I had to say all this pit petty little fucking shit. And there it sits on my to-do list where I had the outline. I slowly put together the presentation and then, oh, we got to go here. Oh, we got to go there. I mean, really guys, seriously. And this is, I understand why um, authors do this. There's a lady, older lady. She was an author and I forget her name, but she had a great quote. She says, Everybody will think you have more time than you do when you're trying to write a book. No one will understand. 
And now I know why people and why Matt Baldoni, among other artists, go away for two weeks, hold themselves up in some no-name town in a in a very remote motel, and they get their fucking work done. Because the GF is, well, she's here. You know, obviously she wants to spend time. And there's fun stuff we do. I mean, we did it. But it, if you want to get work done, dude, it's, it's jump into the pool. It's not pull it off by a band-aid because that fucking thing sits on your to-do list, which means it's sitting there drilling a hole into the back of your mind, reminding you it isn't done. And it pisses you the fuck off. <clears throat> so over time, put together the, pre- uh, the outline, organize my thought, put together the PowerPoint presentation. And I've been meaning for a week. It just keep all this shit, man. All this shit. <laughs> hey, I'm coming over for lunch. No, no, I have to get this done. Oh, and then everyone takes it personal. Don't you like us anymore? And they never make the connection. Hey, isn't it kind of impressive Cappy has his house paid off and he could do all this shit and leave for months at a time? Isn't it amazing Cappy writes books within four months and they're multiple hundred pages? It's just, I know everybody's on the assembly line. Eight hours today. Then we go home and watch the boob tube TV stuff our face with nachos. And then we wonder when we die so young. And you, and, and just let me tinker. Get this fucking shit done. Let me build this fighter plane so I could take it the fuck out and get it done. And that's where I want to get in. I know it sounds funny. I want to get into putting back together and refurbishing old classic cars. That's what I want to do when I'm old. I just want to sit there and work for 12 hours and get it fucking done. Werewolf doesn't operate that way. They don't care. <clears throat> and it's not even, it's not nothing wrong. Obviously, you want to go have, hey, I go f- get food, spend time with loved ones, have fun, and you got regular work to do. But now I know why authors go, I'm leaving for two weeks to get shit done. So I can do a 20-hour workday and be left the fuck alone. Because in that one day, because you still, it's only one day, you will get a month's worth of work done because it's uninterrupted. It just, just can get exponential efficiency. So, I had to go. Uh, the GF and her buddy were going to go do a long-ass bike ride, which meant a lot of fucking time. Lots of fucking time. Alone. To do my fucking work. And secure my fucking future. You work too much. Aaron, dude, man, chill out. You got to work too much. Oh, is that why you guys don't have any savings for retirement? And you still have a car payment and an SUV payment and a mortgage payment? And you don't have a plan B to escape the United States in case they turn into Marxist fucking Nazis? It, oh, oh, I just want to make sure that was you guys. So I got all this time. <clears throat> And it took some time to find a coffee store that had internet and allowed you to sit and then had the thing, and blah, 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 but I found one. And you couldn't sit inside, but you could sit outside. It was a very small coffee store. It was like one of these drive-through deals. Uh, very small, but they still had some seating outside. No, a beautiful day out. Beautiful day out. Got my laptop, fully charged, internet access. I'm just hacking away. 
But because of where I was sitting and because it's so small, all the drive-through traffic is going past you, which wasn't annoying. It was fine. But I'm working. I'm going through it. And, oh, guys, oh, uninter- I so now know why men have dens. And if you set foot in there, he'd take a chainsaw and cut your fucking toe off, even if you were his own flesh and blood, because dad was fucking working. And don't you dare motherfucking go in there. He was making wealth. He was securing the future for himself and the family. It's just like, and I was just, oh, so good. So good. Just banging away. And I'm going through my presentation. I'm rehearsing in my mind. I'm taking notes. Oh, I got to make a change there. This slide doesn't go into that slide real. I'm going to add another slide. <clears throat> got all the chat. And now I'm ready to go and rehearse. I'm thinking by the end of this week, I'll have it recorded and maybe even up and available for an egregious fee. Guys, go back to the sandbox, okay? All you fragile vaggies, I'll give you a second. No, go ahead, fragile vag. Go to the sandbox. Grab your kids. You know the kid you have that's not yours, but your wife told you it was yours. You know, came out a little darker than you were. Wondering why that is. You know, and her, her workout instructor's name is Tyrone. Anyway, so grab grab Tyrone Junior's plastic sand thing. Go to the sandbox and get a big scoop of sand. Okay, I'll wait for you to come back. Tall and tan and young and lovely, the fratch vag on my channels go trolling and they're upset that they can't make the money. And I say, ah, all right, come back on your back, spread your legs, open up your vagina, count of three, one, two, three, pour. Okay. I'm going to charge as much fucking money as I can possible for this. So I might be making money pretty soon too, which is awesome. And this project, which has lasted a a month and a half, (laughs) because I just keep getting shit in the way. Got it. Got to fix the truck. Oh, the rear view mirror fell off. Hey, oh, starter didn't work. Hey. So this one is like this cancerous tumor. I finally am able to unlodge from my body. This will be done. So I'm in a great, great mood. Well, Sitting there for several hours, you get a real good view of society because you get to see everyone's driving through. Saw three cops come through. I'm like, holy cow, this must be the place. If cops go there, it's good. Because <clears throat> they're the ones that got a sample on it. I'm like, okay, this must be pretty good. And I, I was just looking at everyone driving through, and I'm, I'm done. I, I, it was, I was pretty sure I was going to like have a plan B and get out of the United States. I've always had that. You know, it's, it's good not to be reliant on one country. I'm so convinced now, and it is not because of the riots or the COVID response or anything like that, or Black Lives Matter, though that that certainly has added to it. But I just looked at this cross-section of America go through, and what I realized is you got to get out of what America maybe was in your life, like in the 80s, or what you think it should be in an ideal world, like what your country doesn't have to be the United States, but what your country should be in the ideal world. I'd imagine, uh, <clears throat> you know, Cuba in the fifties was kind of fun place to be. Maybe, I don't know. Um, and you got to look at what your country is. And again, this has, <clears throat> I know the, the left always forces traits into the conversation because they need to divide us along our traits. This has nothing to do with traits. I mean, be you yellow, black, or white, you or your children is inside. Every American is a fucking piece of shit. I'm just looking at everybody go by. 
all the ra- all the colors of everybody. They're all losers. All fucking losers. There's the soccer mom with the brand new BMW luxury SUV. And she has Black Lives Matter, da, 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 all, the, all the virtue signaling, coexist bumper sticker. <clears throat> I'm like, bitch, what the fuck? Right? These people want your fucking money. And they're going to take it from you because you have the money. Coincidentally, you happen to be white as well. It's just this virtue signaling dog rolling on the back. See, see, I'm a, I'm a good person. I'm a good person. It's like, fuck you. Um, <clears throat> then there was the... <laughs> It was in North St. Paul, which is actually a pretty good cross section of of the the not necessarily the measure. You get it's far enough out, you'll get some rural folk in there. But there's it's kind of the trailer trash community of the Twin Cities. Not not a, as much as Anoka. I have them look it up, but there's still some white trash out there. And sure enough, here comes this fat gal with a tattoo on her arm, and she was in this uh, like a 2004 Monte Carlo, and it was rusting. <laughs> You know, the, the Chevy uh, Cavaliers have all shit the bed now. Those are all gunned. Your, your your Pontiac Sunfires are all in the junkyard. They they have ran their run there. And now now your degenerate uh, uh, female trailer trash uh, is driving the old Monte Carlos or whatever. And sure enough, uh, you know, had a had a big ass uh, smelling thing in the uh, in the car, what are they called? A, a fragrance thing. She was overweight, had the tattoo, and you could kind of hear what they order. And sure enough, she just orders like the the double sugar cream latte with whipped cream and cherries on top. Then you see the uh, <clears throat> the douchebag white guy blasting his rap, his gangster rap on, but the car is such a piece of shit that it's not good sounding bass; it's vibration. Because the car speakers were stock and they weren't made for that. And he has to turn it down to order whatever the heck he was getting. Then came in the SUV of fat chicks. And then there was more fat chicks. And there was more fat chicks. There was a cop. She was kind of in shape, but she wasn't really pretty. And then there were more fat chicks. And I realized not once in the entire three hours I was there, there was an attractive woman. And I I just kind of sat there and looked. just loser after loser. Loser. Oh, and the bumper sticker because Minnesota. Oh, yes. The coexist and the Bernie and, and whatever else. And I just looked and I realized not only do I hate most of these people, if they just happen to go away and never be found again, I'd be okay with that. And I realized these are these are Americans. You know, I'm not sitting downtown Minneapolis where it's going to be ranked Marxist socialist. I'm not sitting out in the rural area <clears throat> where it's all you who dang diggly do dang diggly do's. I was like, just like a cross section of the United States. And I'm looking at, I'm like, you're all losers. Yeah. And what really got to me is the obesity. I think that was the number one thing. I mean, there's a, a, a zillion, you know, we had a menu of problems you could choose from. But what got me is like, you're all fat. The men and the women, but especially the women. And I I don't know what it is. Aside, well, I know what it is. I don't like seeing fat people. I don't like, it's not, and yeah, I understand there's going to be fat people, but does everyone have to be fat? I was at Walmart the other day. Well, there's your problem. I know, I know. But I'm looking around. I'm like, is anyone healthy? Is anyone 
thin or not obese or morbidly obese? Is everyone a fucking loser? Does everyone have more kids they can afford? Does everyone, like, now I understand driving a piece of shit, but I drive a piece of shit because I choose to. These people, I went to get a, oh gosh, I mean, just another one. Had to get a new phone. And they immediately say, oh, well, we have a payment plan. I'm like, I'll just pay the 250 bucks. There's a phone for 1400 fucking dollars. $1,400. I could buy, I have, I bought three cars with less than $1,400. And I said, no, I'm just going to pay cash. Well, they're really good, reasonable payment. I'm like, I'll just pay cash. I asked like, how many people are like, oh, most people do. I'm like, what, 80%? She's like, yeah, about 80%. I'm like, 80% of you fuckers, you can't afford a $250 phone. So you go with the payment plan. You are not the World War II generation. You're not even the hardworking blue-collar Democrat of the 80s who didn't like Reagan because the suits were always doing what You guys are fucking losers. Americans, the vast majority, not, not even Republican or Democrat, you're fucking losers. I don't, I don't have any pride in the American people. I'm looking, I'm like, I, I'm physically revolted by most, or repulsed, revulsed, whatever. I'm like, what? Like, it speaks to me biologically. Like, what the fuck? No, you don't. You don't need a triple chocolate latte. Why do you guys go for a walk? Why do you get outside and enjoy the day? I, I just, there's no, this, the, the people suck. Oh, it's already a misanthrope. I'm like, oh, you know, at least they're cultured. No, 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 no. That's all history, man. That's all history. That's back at sitting at the coffee store, also going to the to the uh, cell phone place, going to the Walmart, going to the Perkins. I just look around. I'm like, holy shit. And you guys vote. Not only not only we doomed, but I'm I'm sick and tired of hanging around you people. And one of the things I was just sitting there thinking a, a friend of mine was telling me about Slovenia, where the women are thin and attractive. And they dress up. And it's not even because of a sexual thing. It's like, I'm sick and tired of having to look at ugly shit, ugly architecture, ugly cars, and ugly people, and ugly fashion, ugly hair. I don't think they have the blue, pink, frisbee disc, put in ears, nose pierced over in Slovenia. I don't know. But I, I hired someone. I'm going to start another project. The great and merciful Corona Chan has laid off some people. So now they're looking for jobs. And uh, thankfully, I'm employed, and you guys have made some very many generous donations. I'm like, you know what? I might as well employ a buddy that I know who's smart enough to do this. I'm like, dude, I need you to start researching some countries. Because this is what I used to do. I used to do sovereign risk analysis many, many years ago when I was young. And I don't need him to write a report. What I need is data. And I'm like, I don't have time. I'm like, what are you paid? You're paid that? Okay, cool. I'm going to pay you to go research these countries. I put up a list. We've got to fire it up again, but this time I'm paying somebody else so I can focus on this and make more money, get this done. And I'm going to find out plan B. And I've, you know, probably somewhere in Central Europe. I don't know. That's why I got to do the data. Maybe out in uh, Southeast Asia, but old captain's going to go out there, get boots on the ground, and I'm going to find another place. And I don't know. I don't know yet. Do I just buy more cryptocurrency and transfer it? Do I do I rent a place out? Do I buy property? 
Do I invest in some kind of stock brokerage in Poland? I don't know. I'm going to find out when I get, I have to, but every great, and this is going to be a long adventure. This is going to be a long project. Every great adventure starts with the first step. I'm like, I don't have time. And this prompted me to take that step. The basically the trash that drove through and this is average. This is average. Like if you, if you could afford a coffee store, you're not exactly poor. I mean, if you're really destitute and poor, you're not going and spending two, three dollars on a shot of espresso or a coffee. Uh, of course, then maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you just all got your Trump bucks and your unemployment, and you oh, let's get a, let's get a five dollar double chocolate mocha caramel whipped cream latte. I took this stairs, so it's all right. I'm just looking. And I'm like, fuck you, people. Fuck you, you worthless fucking people. Cause you're not gonna. I got. I gotta worry about when I'm 65 and incontinent, and like, is the electricity gonna be on? You know, what if I can't get out to fix the electrical array? What if I'm not in good health? I gotta rely on you, dipshits. I gotta rely on CNAs to come wipe my ass. Oh fuck no, fuck no. What about my 50s? I got. You know what? I don't think I want to be around here when I'm in my 50s. And what we have now is turned up to 15 about how everything's my fault because of the color of my skin and the fact I got a dick, right? And a lot of people who happen to be of my same race and color are like, we're so bad. We're so guilty. Ah, excuse me. What's this we shit, okay? Uh, I'm not rolling on my back. You go fuck yourself. Among the fact that I, it might, it might be as high as 40% of the reason I'm sick and tired of looking at ugly fucking sloven people. I'm not saying everything's got to be a, a, a beauty pageant. I'm not even talking to gals. I'm sick and tired of seeing people with tattoos on their faces. I'm sick and tired of looking at marred and, and mutilated people. Remember in the olden days, you weren't even there, but in the old, you see pictures, people, if they went out in public, they put on their Sunday best. They at least had the courtesy and etiquette to consider others. They had the decorum to say, I'm going out in public and I should be presentable and I shouldn't make myself an eyesore to other people. Oh, that's long gone. That's long gone. Even, even back in the way, way back in the, in the before time in the nineties, uh, it was occasional not common, but occasional, a girl would wear a dress to her college class. I remember me and a buddy of mine were student, but other guys too. We dress up a little bit for our first day of class, put on some khakis, a nice shirt, and a buddy of mine put on a tie even. I would dress up a little bit. That's dumb. That's pointless now. (laughs) That lasted a day. Oh, okay. Well, I guess not. But there were, they would wear dresses. They would be feminine. Men would present themselves in a gentlemanly manner. And now it's just like, what? You're doing it on purpose? Hey, congratulations. You're winning. You're successful. You're making people physically revulsed, repulsed. Uh, You've evoked a a response of disgust. Good for you. You're going to show good. You're showing people. Yeah, I'm going to show them. I'm going to mar my body, make myself look ugly. I'm going to get, I, there's maybe they're not doing it consciously, but there's like a subconscious where I'm going to show them. I'm going to be fat. I'm going to make them. I'm like, fine. You're, you did it. Congratulations. I don't know whose money you're going to live off of, but I'm getting the fuck out of here. Or at least, at least a plan B, at least a plan B. 
so that's it. There, there's your coffee story, M2 uh, PG4. Cappy is Cappy, that that prompted me to to like okay this is a project and I'm gonna lay down some money. Uh, if you like the results of my research, you could pay me. <laughs> Sorry, guys, go back to the go go grab Jamal Junior's little plastic. They go back to the sandbox on your back. Spread legs, pour in. Uh, Seville for five Australian uh, dollars. Zombie apocalypse fantasy and unconscious wish to be free of fat people. I, it's, see, it's not even taxes. That's the other thing. It's not even necessarily economic freedom. Cause like Dubai is on the list and I don't think you're allowed to have guns and they're very strict. You know, Singapore is also very strict culturally speaking. What I'm just going for is, is a country that has, it's stable. It has its shit together. Like I can go there and the culture and the people have respect. They can behave. I mean, here's a perfect example. The idiot uh, Ethiopians that went on the bridge and Lord knows they're probably joined by a bunch of SJWs because it was right by the U of M campus. All right. So it's not just, but it was disproportionately Ethiopians because a famous singer got killed in Ethiopia. I thought like, what did he get killed by a cop here in, in, in Minneapolis? No, literally across the world. A famous Ethiopian singer got killed. Now, shouldn't have gotten killed. <clears throat> but these people are so stupid and so disrespectful of society and the new host country they've come to. They go to 35. This is the one that collapsed, by the way, a main artery, and they shut down the bridge. They shut down the interstate to protest that. Why don't you go to Ethiopia and protest the people that killed them? Why are you taking it out on the country and the people and the citizens that were kind enough to let you come here, <clears throat> not to mention your own people who presumably live here like to get, what are you doing? And what we have, this is what happens when you don't spank society. This is what happens when you don't spank children. I've drawn the parallel before, right? The only difference between someone who lives in the ghetto or the barrio or the trailer park and has everything paid for by the government and a privileged little white suburbanite princess that has everything paid by for by daddy is the amount. Okay. Daddy obviously gives his daughter more because there's only one kid. The taxpayer uh, papers, the taxpayers give all the welfare recipients, not as much money, obviously not, but you get free food, clothing, shelter. You don't have to work. And then you get a whole big dose of it's the evil, evil rich people that did this to you. It's society. <clears throat> it's this and that. And both groups, even though, from disparate uh, economic classes are essentially spoiled little rotten children. And they do not know how to behave themselves in public. And now you have full-grown adults shutting down highways, burning down uh, houses and restaurants and, and buildings and things like that. That's not, that's zombies. Those are zombies. Those are NPCs. It's too late. You spent three, four decades bringing up this generation of NPCs. You're not going to talk them out of it, right? But you now have a, a percentage of the population that cannot function as responsible adults. Fuck your politics. Fuck it. Okay, Yeah, you have every right to protest. Why are you shutting down a highway? Why are you burning shit down? I want to go to where mature adults are. I don't care if they're Muslim. I don't care if they're Asian. I don't care, you know... Um, Malaysian, Indonesia, uh, they're, they're Muslim. I wonder about Singapore. Probably Singapore's right there on the tip. Are people, let me ask you this. 
Are people shitting in the streets? Shitting in the streets in Seattle and Portland. Shitting in the streets. Da 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 da. Sweet feces. Sweet feces. There are feces everywhere. You have full grown adult people with college degrees, mind you, shitting in your streets. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, I can't chew gum in Singapore. I can't drink in Dubai. I got to, what, I got to maybe pay a, a non-Muslim tax. I don't know if that's a thing anymore, but back in the olden days, uh, uh, Muslim empires, you didn't have to be Muslim, but if you weren't, you had to pay a tax. Oh, what, I got to pay you a tax? I bet you it's going to be less than what they're charging me in the United States. And you keep the roads clean and everyone is like functional. It's a stable society. You don't let people, the second somebody throws a Molotov cocktail, you're on that fucker's ass. Tell me more. South Korea. You know, I'm not, okay, I don't speak Korean. I'm not going to be, you obviously discriminated against me. You, you don't like Westerners or maybe you don't hate them, but you're polite. As long as I sit here in my little hut, my little condo, <clears throat> I don't commit no crimes and I'm not going to date. I wouldn't even date like a, a Korean girl. I'm like, no, those are your, that's your guys' girls. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just, just, I'm just here to get to death. And I pay for my things and you keep it quiet and stable. My banking system, I could get my good food down there. Maybe I start to like, uh, I have a penchant for dog. Maybe you make a good dog uh, dish that I like to eat dog now. Fine. I'm not going to. Fuck it. And oh, I wonder if I got a picture of North Korea, not North, not North Korea. <laughs> Girls are definitely skinny there. Wonder if we did a screenshot of South Korea or Dubai. I wonder if people are dressed appropriately and they're not a bunch of fat, tatted up, frisbee plates in their ears, nose pierced, warthog slobs walking around looking like shit. I wonder if they actually have some etiquette and decorum. I wonder if they have some modesty and respect for the fact. I wonder if they behave like adults. It's just kind of like, oh, this might be nicer. Oh, but you got freedom, freedom to look like shit and then torch and burn shit down. A lot of freedom there. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good for you. Have, have fun. Have fun. You know, a buddy of mine, you know, there's a picture of some gal or maybe a gal walked by. It was a long time ago. It was in Wyoming. My buddy Jerry says, that's why we go to war, son. He was an older guy. It was a good looking gal. I'm like, yeah, now it makes sense. That's why we go to war. That's why we get up. Boy, ain't no reason to go to war. Ain't any reason to get up and out of bed in the morning. I'm going to stay in. Jeez, I wonder why guys look at porn. I wonder why uh, fans only is a thing. It is, it's just I want to go to the public square. You know, you go to the town center, and there's a cafe, and I sit, and people are dressed nice. They don't look like shit, and they're not shitting in the streets. Th that's all I want. You know? Is the tax rate 40%? Well, that's what it is in the United States. I can get that in Thailand? All right, here. Here's your money. Here's your Thai bot. I've exchanged it for you. I didn't need you that, you that courtesy. No, no, I'm just going to sit in my little condo. No, nope, not going to bother. Not going to bother anyone. Just going to. Maybe I'll go fishing, pick up fishing. Very exotic fish you have here. And then uh, when I die, here's some money. So you're not, the taxpayer doesn't take care and just uh, turn my body into diamonds and, and give it to this person because they know what to do with it. And they'll be like, oh, okay, thank you very much, Mr. Clary. Like, okay, bye. Shit, I might even leave some money for the host country that's kind enough to let me be there. 
I'm just sick of looking at ugly people. I mean that both physically and uh, mentally, psychologically, philosophically. I'm just sick and tired of looking at, at ugly people. All right, let's go through more of the super chats. All right, Juan. Clary, you missed my super chat. Well, what is it, Juan? Luke, shut Luke. Okay, here's why I don't want to see Luke. I will I will shadow, not shadow bang. I'll put you in timeout. Philippines is nice too. It is. Fuck. Can't you just put that on one text? Now we missed Juan's uh, uh, thing. Kevin McComer for $1.99. Gender studies banned in Brazil. Was it? Good. I don't blame it. Juan, put your put your request down here. I'll wait for it. We're going to, now we all gotta wait. We all gotta wait for Juan. Juan, go ahead, put it in. I don't know if Juan's even in the chat room anymore. Put it in the chat. I'll wait for it. Hang on, wait a minute. Wait a second. Bookmarks. I wonder if I could pull it up right here. Hang on. Is this it? <clears throat> Give me a second, guys. Give me a second. So what happens when you guys abuse the chat room? <laughs> Log in? What the fuck? Here we go. I got it. A uh, Sybil, uh, zombie apocalypse, fantasy. Uh, you're super. See all. I want to see these. Okay. <clears throat> so MGTOW, MGTOW Ghost Sun for two US dollars. Thank you for the good content. Work's a man's friend. Yeah, work is a man's friend. I don't know what I'd do without it. Um, mine's an asteroid. Juan Cabrera, I'll be doing a road trip to all 50 states. Is there any racist towns I should avoid? I'll also be doing some recon. I'll try doing this in one month. Yeah, the racist towns are San Francisco, New York, Minneapolis, Chicago, because they hate white people. You'll be fine. No, you'll be fine, Juan. I mean, look, as long as you're not a douche, you'll be okay. Now, I'll tell you this about Wyoming. They just hate people from out of town. Like, hey, literally, what are you doing here? I'm like, what do you mean? What am I? I live here. I work here. Fuck off. That's how you handle them. Better be careful. Some guys might show up at your apartment. I'm like, really? How fast do they run? Huh? I'm like, how fast do they run? What are you talking about? I'm like, well, then they better be able to go faster than Mach 2 because that's where the bolts would be flying through the door at them. Fucking hicks. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Juan. All right, so I only missed Juan's. That was it. So there we go. Um, Al Cortez. For uh, 173 for five bucks. City attorney in LA would not be prosecuting those arrested at the protest and cities invite them to discussion about race. No space. Yeah. Shading in the streets. Where does socialism end? Shading in the streets. Give them more money. Shading in the streets. Sweet feces. Sweet feces. There is feces everywhere. Come on, every leftist. All right. Uh, let me get to the other articles. Um, this will be quick. We talked about Peloton. Um, here we go. You want to talk again? It 
you want to learn to hate white people too. Lumber prices defied pandemic-related pressure to score a nearly percent, 60% quarterly gain. See, now, had I actually had the original builders start building my house, my house would probably be done now. But both builders, white, by the way, there's, there's no race. Trust me, guys. The stupidity is universal. You go watch. It used to be in the day. Who drove, who drove slow in the left lane? What group of people? Old people and Asians. Now it's a free-for-all. Everyone's becoming a fucking idiot. But because the builders I had with the who dang diggly do dang diggly do is they got a little bit of Wyoming in them. They took their sweet ass fucking time. Finally get the right builder. Now <clears throat> lumber prices up 60%. Uh, when COVID-19 entered the picture, the ensuing economic calamity shut down all sectors, including residential construction, and the uncertainty significantly disrupted the perception of future demand and consumption of lumber. I was hoping prices would go down. Uh, Canadian lumber shipments to the U.S. for the second quarter of the year were just down under 19%. So since we can't ship Canada lumber here, now that's why I'm paying 60% more for lumber. This is dumb. This is, again, why... Another reason not to be in the United States. It's not that like the people over in Poland are going to be any faster, but I think they might be because they remember communism. They're still hungry and they're not so spoiled, Ron. They don't have the concept of hustle. Like, shit, we got to get, whoa, poverty. Remember, you remember the starvation times? Those suck. Let's make sure we don't. Oh, no. Americans have been on easy street. Been pampered little suburbanite princesses this entire time. And because now I have the... Manana. Oh, dude, you think the Latinos got the manana attitude? Nope. We got that here in the United States. We are kings of manana now. Okay. We culturally appropriated that from you Latino. And you Latinos, last I checked, seem to be a lot of Mexicans out there on the new houses putting on the, you know, pop, 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 pop. That's the, the, uh, the roofing. It's like a machine gun. I'm like, damn, look at them go. So I'm wondering, I don't think you Mexicans are kings of manana anymore. I think it's the Americans. It's, it's a good old white uh, tradesman like, oh, uh, who dang, dang, diggly, dang. You got to understand there's a different culture. No, you got to understand I'm the one with the fucking money. If you want it, you're going to go little hustle here. So now because of those two idiots, uh, now I get to face 60% increase in lumber. I don't have to read it. I, we don't have to talk about it. You just, just, I, it could be, you know what? It could be. I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll just sell the land. I'll take the money. I'll throw it in the S&P 500 or whatever index fund. And then old Cappy is just going to vagabond across the world, <clears throat> do some global reconnaissance. And, oh, hey, I found this nice little town in Croatia. It's tucked away. It's out of the, no one knows I'm there. I got great internet. And I learned the language. And then I said, I'm going to go down to the Adriatic and swim. They got sharks in the Adriatic Mediterranean area there. Do they got? And then, then about the time that Atham would have graduated in 2038, my house would have been built just in time for President Ocasio-Cortez to nationalize all houses that are worth more than $30. We talked about people shutting down the highway. Uh, here, here we go. There's three stories, some of which have hit the news recently. 
Um, start with this one. Amber Amber Heard allegedly threw a haymaker at Johnny Depp after he lost seven hundred fifty million dollars. Now I know this is this is the gossip column. This is the gossip show. This is where we're all talking about gossip and and, and that. But there's an overall point. Johnny Depp on Monday claimed then wife Amber Heard hit him with a haymaker punch the same night someone pop, pooped in his bed. Hours after he found out he had lost a staggering $750 million. Since Pirates of the Caribbean 2 and 3, I had, and this is ludicrous to have to state, it's quite embarrassing. Apparently I had made $650 million. To fit. I mean, how do you apparently, how do you not know that? I'd be, I would be on my finances like fly on shit. The 57-year-old star admitted in London's high court. On his wife's 30th birthday on April 2016, he had a bad meeting concerning his former business manager who he told the court had stolen my money. I had not only lost $650 million, but I was $100 million in a hole because they had not paid the government my taxes in 17 years. <laughs> hey, Johnny, did you vote Democrat? Brad Pitt, did you vote Democrat? Oh, God. Man. Who are you hiring? Dude, for all you rich Hollywood millionaires, hire Chad Elkins. He'll do your taxes for you. He'll keep you out of jail. <clears throat> he agreed he may have smoked cannabis between leaving very unpleasant and ugly meeting. And da, 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 da. It's a calming agent for me. Uh, hurling a magnum bottle of champagne at his wife that night, pushing her to the floor again. Happy fucking birthday. Uh, Monday insisted her was the violent one point to a secret recording. She made it you fun, fucking haymakered me. You came around to the bed to start fucking punching me, he said on the tape. Uh, he was just, okay, okay. That's Johnny Depp. <clears throat> Robert De Niro, who I do like as an actor. Robert De Niro's finances suffered during coronavirus, okay, because he has, a, I guess, a movie production company, which obviously has been suffering. Estranged wife. I thought there was all these articles about his super young wife who was a black woman and it's a kumbaya and the handle demands $100,000 in payments. A lawyer for our, how do you super top rich actors like not squirrel away a couple tens of millions of dollars over the decades of life, over the decades of acting? A lawyer for Robert De Niro says the actor has been affected by coronavirus income on his finances, much like many Americans. Caroline Krauss, De Niro's lawyer, told USA Today, the 76-year-old actor, 76-year-old. It's like John Cleese and Robin Williams. Like, you got to go back on the road to do your shtick because your wife left you, took all your freaking money. You didn't save any. Not be able to work on his latest films, which remains unnamed due to the pandemic. His investments in the Greenwich Hotel and the Lux Nobu hotels and restaurants have also been negatively affected as the virus of people scale back. I thought he had a production company or something. Uh, the reduced income was primary a reason why De Niro cut his ex-wife's monthly spending limit to $50,000. $50,000 a month. And she, But his estranged wife. Grace Hightower asked the court for an emergency order to increase her American Express spending limit to 100000 a month. You know what your goal is to do, guys? It's not to become rich or famous. It's just to find that quiet. Again, we all want to be that wise Japanese samurai who is just tending to his bonsai tree out in the garden. and being. You just want peace and serenity and calm and quiet. <clears throat> 
A prenuptial agreement signed by Hightower and De Niro in 2004 states that De Niro is to pay Hightower $1 million per year as long as his salary amounts to at least $15 million each year. One report noted that Krauss said De Niro has, to, has had to borrow money from business partners and will be lucky if he makes $7.5 million this year. Hightower's lawyer, Kevin McDonough, said that De Niro has used the COVID pandemic to stick it to his wife financially. What do you mean used it? Do you think it kind of has affected him? Not a believer that a man who has admitted an admitted worth of five hundred million makes thirty million a year. All of a sudden, in March, he needs to cut down spousal support. Judge ruled the credit limit will remain at fifty thousand, but ordered De Niro to pay seventy five thousand lump tower so High Tower could find a summer home for her and her two children. Married in ninety seven, separated in ninety nine, renewed the vows in two thousand four. Oh my God. They share two children, an eight-year-old daughter, a 22-year-old son. Well, why isn't the 22-year-old son living on his own? Split again in 2018 after 20 years of marriage are currently amidst a divorce. Uh, he's got two children with another son. Oh, God. Guys, just get a, get a vasectomy. Just get a vasectomy. Just, just get a vasectomy. <laughs> Do you really, really, really want, really, do you really want to have kids? And this one, this is making the round. Jada Pickett Smith and Will Smith confirm her involvement with August Alsina. A uh, couple came back together Friday's Red Talk show. According to Superstar Couple, they were going through a very difficult time and it broken up when Pinkett Smith, hyphenated name, by the way, started a romantic relationship with 27-year-old singer. During their Red Table Talk chat, Smith pushed his wife to be clear about what her relationship had been with Elisina. I got into an entanglement. Entanglement. It's never their fault. Just, I was walking around in tentacles. I got entangled with a dick. Oh, do the transformation, life partnership, blah, 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 gave me the blessing. Actress, 51-year-old husband. <clears throat> Is this the guy? He's got a do-rag on the side. He's cool looking because he's got a do-rag on the side. I, We don't have to go through it. It's, it's slop. It's just slop. Guys. Okay, you got Will Smith. Now, I'm old enough to remember, uh, not Kid and Play. What was the rap group? Uh, Will Smith did, did rap. It, 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 okay, if you call it rap, it was rap-ish. He was French Prince of Bel-Air. Then he went on Independence Day. Uh, what is it? Omega Man. He was jacked. I mean, name someone bigger than Will Smith. I mean, it was an A-list celebrity. Johnny Depp, same thing. Robert De Niro back in the day. If these guys can't do it, <laughs> what do you think your hope is? And these are gals who are older. These are gals like solid Gen X age, right? What do you think's going to happen with the pool of millennial and Gen Z women that have been brainwashed to hate you? Or to at least view you as an adversary? Oh, I don't hate men. All right, all right. I don't see you singing their praises either. I, you, you're not the 1950s grandma who, you know, you're not Aunt B. Here's a question. Do you want to cook for a man? Ah! Okay, all right. Just, just all right. Think maybe you should stay home and raise your kids? Ah! Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. No, 
but you don't hate men. You're not adversarial. You're 100% behind the guys, right? Did you ever say you don't need a man, Fish Bicycle? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, just wondering. Did you ever say you need a career because what if the man leaves you? You can't rely. Have you ever said you can't rely on a man? Yeah, what do you mean about that? These are just questions. They're just questions. Just asking questions. You don't have to answer them. No one's putting a gun to your head. Hey, go out to the sandbox. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I <laughs> just want to point out to you boys. It, it's, you know, it's not much like we we're talking about before the obesity, the marring of the face, the image, dude, is there anything more mature and adult than getting married and raising a family? There is nothing more important than that. More requiring a mature adult to be there. You have to be a mother and a father. Well, I, men have to be the, the women have to be the mother. You have to be adults. Do you see a lot of adult behavior today in the younger generation? I don't mean kids that are like high school. or I'm talking like your 30-somethings, your 20-somethings. Do you see any? They can't even support themselves. They want a student loan bailout. They burn shit down. They stand on interstates. Yeah, no. No. And you have multi-million dollar A-list celebrity. Yeah, now... Johnny Depp's an idiot for marrying crazy. That's it. But Pinkett Smith, <clears throat> I, I, don't, I don't have to talk to him. We get the point. Fred Larson, five bucks. Hungry to move, want to maintain culture, introduction of fat taxes, 26% rate obesity. Oh, that is on my list of statistics. So my list of statistics is obesity. It's up there. Um. I guess Mexico has a massive OB. I used to think, oh, yeah, the thin Latinas done. Oh, guess they're fat. Guess they're huge. And the last one, Joe Jones, five bucks. You're not the only one dealing with douche builders. Have a drink. It's the inefficient game they play everywhere. I. <clears throat> it, it depends on your build. I got a good builder now. Uh, but really the first builder I had literally says, yeah, we can build it for 320. I'm like, okay, good. And then didn't tell me that didn't include material costs. Even when I said, well, I'm going to the bank, you need 320. He's like, yep. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, that didn't include material costs. <laughs> and you know what? If, if it comes to that, like the most important thing being your home and you can't get it built, if it's that hard, whoa, do I got a, oh no, that's not sure. I thought my, sleeve had an armpit hole in it if if you if it's this difficult just to get housing yeah i guess i guess we're renting now from hence on forward i i, I guess i guess i i'm already committed to like having another place to go to outside of the united states i have i have that i'm i'm, I'm committed to that it's i may not even be here after a while you know, not least of all for housing but just i get i I'm sick and tired of going outside and getting pissed off. Aren't you guys? Admittedly, with the <clears throat> great merciful Corona chain, everything is like heightened. Every, you, you, your, your fuse has been shortened. I get that. The, the riots aren't helping either. Going online, constantly being reminded I'm an evil person because of my skin color and my penis. I, I, that, that shortens my fuse a little bit. But man, I go out and I'm like, I'm sick and tired. Even, even watching the handoff, I saw that two days ago. I saw a handoff. Daddy, that's a bad sign when there's the woman there and they're out meeting in the parking lot. There's a car and it's running and the kid runs and says, Daddy, you're like, oh, 
You guys aren't going together. And the kids haven't seen daddy in a while. Dad's not coming home. Dad's picking him up, isn't he? That pisses me off. Because you fucking are ruining those kids' lives. Congratulations. Bravo. Bravo. Daddy. Sorry for you, kid. I'd give you money, but your parents aren't spanking us, so it'd be wasted. Any other super chats? Are we good for the day? Are we done? Oh, Fernando. Hey, Fernando, what's up? Frank got a vasectomy and COVID from the doctor. <laughs> yeah, I had some complications. I got epi epidemiitis. I got an infection, so I had to take uh, antibiotics. Nothing's without risk. Is he doing all right? I hope he's doing all right. Uh, I may go back to picking up drinking. I just might do that. I, uh, if I could have one, but that's always the trick. You can't always just have one. If you're going to do it, do it fully. All right, that's it. Um, oh, let's read the prayer. Everyone bow their heads. <clears throat> Dear great and merciful Corona Chan, thank you for your non-sentient and zero fucks given truth. The teeth and threats that have been missing so much in the real world that are yet necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth, and love our fellow man. May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who have kept us enslaved, teachers who can be replaced by YouTube, and the stupid and unprepared who ride for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O oh great Corona Chan, to reward us, specifically those of us who are smart enough to have a one-month supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 556 ammo as a matter of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessing come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and near-free airline flights. In thy name, Wuhan, Wuhan. Amen. No more super chats. We'll see you kids later. Toodles.